0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 131 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host Nick Theories, Philly Phil, and our special guest, Ryan Shoot thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight if you haven't done so already please go ahead and share it we are live on facebook youtube and twitter thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all our platforms i'm not wearing my fantastic fabric either is nick but our special guest is representing remember we have hoodies long sleeves tees and tanks if you're thin we got your size in if you're a little thick the fantastic fabric is still it <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome
1: shoot 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 him up we got him in the building baby what's up ryan what's
2: going, what's going on, on fellas? brother yeah i'm uh, i'm happy to be here uh i enjoy uh watching you guys every week uh glad to join uh i haven't done the podcast thing in about five years so hopefully i'm not too rusty No, nah, yeah, man
1: welcome aboard go. man welcome aboard We're we're happy to have you um, just, just tell the audience a little about about yourself, your background. I know you said earlier you had a podcast. You know, I just kind of want to elaborate and explain to the audience. You know,
2: yeah, your so experiences. We, yeah, I did some pod. Me and my my buddy, shout out to Sean Winton. Uh, we did some podding uh, for the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. So yeah, maybe good. me being back on a podcast, maybe the Eagles win the Super Bowl again this year. Oh. Um, so yeah, we kind of covered everything. Uh, my main background's baseball. Uh, I can't talk too much about baseball, unfortunately, because I might get in trouble. Uh, but I do work for a pretty uh, one of the four major sports, and in baseball.
1: Awesome. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a stats guy doing that. But uh, I love all the sports. So, That's awesome, man. Um, the one thing I, I always promise myself, oh, and I tell everybody, I will not work in football. Football is for fandom only. Okay. So,
1: you know, a- I for any a- particular reason. Like, why won't you look uh, like work for them?
2: I just need to keep one sport to be pure sport for fandom and football's mine because I'm an Eagle takes. season ticket hole to get off
1: your takes without any like absolutely. backlash or any like repercussions from yes. whatever. You don't want to absolutely. be interesting.
2: <laughs> Are you a Homer? Oh, absolutely. Know. Okay. All right. At least you admit it. But I, but I, I keep it real though. You know, yeah. If the Eagles suck, well, the Eagles well, suck. Yeah.
0: You got to keep it. But me. they don't suck. I know they don't finally, but we just got to get, we got to get healthy before we uh before we go on our run
1: but all right guys so that's start. the first topic huh we're talking about eagles of dallas Off the no rip? no
0: we're not that's okay. our second one our first topic rams beat the broncos 51 to 14 baker mayfield 24 of 28 two touchdowns and 230 yards hmm
1: he couldn't wait to get this shit off. Mm. He couldn't <laughs> wait to introduce mm. his topic. He had to say the stats mm. and all. First topic is Baker. I see the angle he's coming at. Yeah. The, well, it, look, it's well deserved. He had his back the entire year, even when he was a third string playing defensive lineman for 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 Team Carolina. Player. Hey, yeah, he's, he's he see you had you had his back, man. So hats off to you. Um, he's playing really well, and he's playing really inspiring. So, um, what's your thoughts on Baker, Ryan?
2: Uh, I mean, he's playing really well with the Rams. I mean, that you have to say something for the fact that the dude was there for, what, 48 hours and didn't quite start the game, but played majority of the game and beat the Raiders. I mean, that was – The th- Acco Raiders. The Acco Raiders. The yeah. Raiders, yeah. That hurts. <laughs> it, it was – I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite like that with such – low amount of prep for, especially for the quarterback. We were watching that game here and we were laughing because it was, a, they were on the
0: two yard line on that final drive. And I was telling him yeah. I'm like, dude, he just needs to get this drive in to give me like some vindication of what I've been screaming for the last two years. And I was going crazy watching it. I'm like, Holy shit. I can't believe he just did this. Then they went and lost to green Bay. And then he plays Denver and gets Nathaniel Hackett fired.
1: He got two coaches fired in one year.
0: Who's the Oh yeah. His own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Matt rule was on his way out no matter who was playing quarterback, he stinks. I, I was a long uh big time um I, a pessimist on him, mm-hmm. or pessimistic on him, excuse me. He just he was never any good. I don't understand why he got that big contract coming from Baylor. He stinks. Uh he shouldn't have been in the NFL. He was very Cliff Kingsbury like Cliff yeah. Kingsbury shouldn't be in the NFL either. They did nothing to earn that job. Um and when you go through a dozen quarterbacks it just doesn't work. Yeah. But Baker Mayfield got a head coach fired because he whooped their ass that bad.
1: And it was against Russell Wilson too, which on this podcast we've had many arguments between Russell Wilson, Baker Mayfield. So the turn of events was just funny for me. Like looking back at all of our arguments and our, on our recent takes, uh, you know, in the past off season. And it's just funny to come full circle that Baker Mayfield is the one who got Nathaniel Hackett fired. And the Broncos are supposed to be this super bowl team and, Baker Mayfield did that. Like he, 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 he ended that era, bro. I want to be like, put that's my awesome. Up. Like, that's cool. Like that's just. It's just like life comes at full circle, you know? And then I know Powell's. Re- he was referring to that uh, to the Raiders game when he came back and you as well. And it was funny. We were watching that. I was like, yo, the last time uh, the score was what was it? Six, 16 to three, 16 to three, 16 to three. That's when the bucks came back at one. And, won, On and it was finished 17, six. Yeah. 17, 16 and it was the same scenario for the for, for the uh, for the Rams and the Raiders that game and they came back and won and it was funny we were sitting back i was like watch they're going to come back and win because the last game was 17-16 and it started out 16-3 so the, the, the you know the ending in that game was just funny and then now looking uh, you know ahead a couple weeks later Baker Mayfield is like you know, playing really well, got Nathaniel Hackett fired. The Broncos are a trash can. Um, it's fucking awesome, man. Like the NFL is so unpredictable. And I think that's why I love it so much, because even though you could have a bad series of games, like five games or so, you can always kind of like revitalize yourself. And that's kind of what he's doing with the Rams. Right. And Sean McVay's got him in the perfect spots. He's he's utilizing the, um, his tight ends and Tyler Higby. It's been awesome, man. I think he's been playing really well. He's playing really good football for him. So
0: I think one thing that was really surprising from that game, too, is it, it like Baker Mayfield played excellent, but Russell Wilson, like ha- head and shoulders, was the worst quarterback on the field. That, I mean, that was one of Baker Mayfield's best games, but the I keep saying I said this on TikTok when I was doing things like that and things on Twitter. Russell Wilson's fall from grace and the, the career cliff that he walked off is just like, unlike anything I've ever seen. And I don't know if there's anything that you guys can think of that is quite like this. Because it's just, when you go from all the picks that they gave, like four picks and five players, and you go there, now you're the organization's biggest problem. Like, you are the main issue. It wasn't Nathaniel Hackett. Mm -hmm. And I stand by that. It was not Nathaniel Hackett. And I knew that when I watched Brett Ripien. Because Brett Ripien played well. He was like 21 of 26 for 200 yards. And it's like, okay, well... The proof, the proof is right there. So it's just, it's it's unbelievable that that, like you Nick said, that event happened after all the shit that we did all
1: offseason. Yeah, it's funny though. It's funny as hell. Yeah,
0: like that really. If somebody would have predicted that in September, we would have been like, you know,
1: That'd Baker's be really a Rams.
0: Baker's a Ram. The Broncos would stink. Russell Wilson's washed. Baker Mayfield got, got the head coach fired. Like that whole turn of events is just unbelievable.
1: That would have been a real theory. It feels great. <laughs> Um, what's, your, what's your thoughts, uh, Ryan? Uh, who, who do you who do you blame more, uh, Hackett or Russ? And what's your thoughts oh, on Baker Mayfield moving
2: forward? That whole thing is just a mess in Denver. Um, yeah, Russ is definitely cooked. Like, There's no two <laughs> ways about that. Um, and <laughs> I remember, I think it was, a, he got hurt, I think, at a Thursday night game. I can't remember off the top of my head who they were playing. Yeah. But I remember uh, I was going head-to-head in fantasy with the guy that owned Russ. And I remember I uh, put in the message board, hashtag Russ is cooked. And uh, lo and behold, the fucker still came back and beat me in the week. But that's we don't have to talk about that. But it wasn't Russell. uh, It wasn't because
1: because of Russell Wilson. It was no, no,
2: no. Yeah, definitely not because of him. But uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) he was cooked,
2: and he's been cooked ever since. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Hackett's definitely um, the worst coach. One of the worst coaches I've ever seen. He came in and saved uh, Brandon Staley. He's like, hold my beer, and because I think he's terrible, and we'll probably talk about him later. Um, We will. And uh, so yeah, as far as the the Denver Broncos go, like that's just an entire mess. Like there's so much talent there that yeah. if you had a half competent quarterback, you'd think that they'd be doing much better. And their running back situation blows now too, with everybody getting hurt and Melvin Gordon just getting <laughs> sent to Siberia. You Melvin to Gordon, that's so funny. Yeah, that
0: is a wild thing, the Melvin Gordon stuff. And it kind of here's the thing: that's the the Broncos season was so bad that that whole thing kind of got forgotten about.
1: It it was su- super confusing. Like you had a, a young rising running back and Javante Williams, right? And a lot of people were drafting him second round in fantasy. I had him in my fantasy. I thought he was going to be an awesome player for the Broncos. Um, but he was splitting carries with Melvin Gordon. So I, I don't understand how they were going 50-50 in games. Um, and then when Javante got hurt, Melvin Gordon was splitting carries with Latavius Murray and then Latavius Murray actually took his job and Mike Boone stepped in. So I I sat there. I'm like, all right, so you you wasted 50% of your snaps with Melvin Gordon to only get your starting running back hurt and Javante Williams and then not play Melvin Gordon after that? Like, I'm sorry, but what the fuck are you doing? what are you doing? What, what kind of coaching is that? That's, that's not knowing like your guys, your, you know, and, and playing to their strengths. Like, I don't think Hackett was the coach that could play to their strength and whatever that was, you know, if, if it was getting Russ out in the pocket, making them plays with his feet, you know, just extending plays, something rolling them out, throwing a deep, something that Russ has done in his past.
0: I, here's the thing though, Nick, I don't, Russell Wilson's part of Russell Wilson's story was his elusiveness and being able to make plays outside the pocket. Like Russ was never a drop back in the pocket and just pick you apart. He was never that. It was his legs that made him dynamic. And now as you get older and you lose your athleticism, he now is reluctant to run. He needs that part of his game. He's not going to stand in the pocket and pick you apart. He never did that in Seattle. Yeah. And you know, so my thing is, is like, where do the Broncos go from here? Because they're in that contract situation where they can't, they can't get out of that. There's no way around that, and they have no picks.
1: Let me ask you a question. Do you? Let me. Both of you. Do you think it was Russell Wilson's fault that he never developed that pocket presence where he could sit in there and throw the ball on time, or was it just due to uh, Seattle's bad offensive line and he just had to kind of create his own way of being successful? Because you know, he had to go off script a lot of the times because of Seattle's poor offensive line. Do you think that could have been the cause for uh, now?
0: No. The I, previous
1: I, years? Because I I feel like if you had a good offensive line, you would learn a little bit better to sit in the pocket. You would feel more, more, you know, more comfortable, get on the same page you know, with your wide receivers, um, get the timing down. Like I feel like um, you know, that timing in Seattle kind of derailed that in a in a weird way.
0: Yeah. I, for me with Ross, it's thoughts? just Like here's the thing. I'm not taking anything of Russ. Russ was great when he was in Seattle, but I mentioned this before. You need to start giving some credit to Pete Carroll and his system because you're seeing that it works now with Geno Smith. And I think for the longest time, because Pete Carroll failed the first time he was in the NFL, Mm -hmm. went back to USC, then came back to Seattle. Mm -hmm. When he came back, everybody thought that the gem of Russell Wilson in the third round was it. But Russell Wilson was benefiting from one of the best defenses of the last two decades and an excellent run game. He had uh, Marshawn Lynch. He had uh, Chris Carson. Was he? He, you know, he got injured a lot, but he was good. But when you see all that, a great defense and a run game, and then Russell Wilson was throwing what twenty-five times a game. Mm-hmm. There was a reason he was never getting MVP MVP bo- votes. He didn't need to. Pete Carroll was letting him play within himself and play in his system. The problem was that everybody thought. I mean, myself and not. I was never an over-the-top Russ guy. Mm-hmm. I, I acknowledged him being a great quarterback. But now you're starting to see as you get older, he's not going to drop in the pocket and pick you apart. And he never had to do that with Seattle. And that's what I'm saying. When, at what point are you going to give that some consideration or some thought or some acknowledgement that, okay, maybe Russell Wilson isn't on the level of a passer of those elite guys. Like I made a comment before, is Russell Wilson a surefire Hall of Famer? Like, I don't think so. He might because of the good guy. What's happening right now is going to, if he plays like this the rest of his career, He's going to walk himself out of the Hall of Fame.
1: Well, I think if he plays like this for, you know, if he plays like this next year, I think you're right.
0: You're going to start forgetting about right. his great years because it went from good to bad in an offseason. And the problem is now is with all the shit of his own office, you got to call his business partner to con to then the business partner calls Russ and that's how you contact him. Like that's that stuff is corny. Like you don't do that. That's you're, al- you're alienating. Yeah. You're alienating yourself from your teammates. You're supposed to be a family. You're supposed to be a brotherhood. But when you do that and you got somebody that thinks he's
2: above, you can't, it's hard to work with people like that. And they're obviously running some sort of a system that doesn't really work for him, period. Because you have the whole thing where he's in the huddle or they're not in the huddle, they're breaking the huddle. And he's out there calling Seattle signals <laughs> to these players. So, like, something's wrong there. I told there. you I wasn't lying about but, that. Is that though? true? It like, happened.
1: I, I'm starting to believe, like, all right, some of the, the story's got to be fabricated because you can't tell me the guy has a business partner to reach out to the quarterback of the team who's supposed to be the leader and the face of the franchise. He has, like, a like, secretary. To me, that's insane. And any GM that would sign up for that and pay the you know that kind of money to him and dedicate mm-hmm. that money to him for the future is 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 even crazier well I think <laughs> in hires, my opinion. I
0: think he hires him as like a personal I don't think that came from Denver but that was the same way in Seattle he has like a personal assistant I guess that screens his phone calls and like like imagine if I needed to call you for something and I said yo I gotta call Ryan and let him know if I'm available I would, I would smack this shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> like bro why did they ask you a simple question I have to call your I have to call your personal assistant
1: that's kind of fire you know
0: No, I would never want that. If you need me,
1: yo, call my assistant. I wouldn't want that because I'm not a celebrity. I'll book an appointment for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: That's unbelievable. And look, Uh, he started dating a celebrity and became a celebrity. He's corny. And the act got old, bro. Those men in that locker room that are playing for their families and their wealth, they see right through that shit, dude.
1: I have a question for you, Ryan.
2: Well, I got something about the. the, you were saying about the development. Yeah. I kind of see it being like a Randall Cunningham situation where Randall was not properly coached in the prime of his career if somebody was with the Eagles coaching staff that ever gave a shit about offense, that guy would have been the best quarterback of all time. I mean, you, you see, he, he was way ahead of his time with the mobility. If, if you could, if you could bring 1991, well, not 1991, cause that's when Randall broke his leg. So we'll go at 1990. If you bring 1990 Randall today, he's probably 10 times better than what you're seeing. What hurts really? I would say, I mean, the, the arm strength was unbelievable. We were younger, so we didn't we don't know him like
0: that. But everybody, an everybody, especially Eagles fans that talk about past Eagles teams, always refer to Randall Cunningham. And they hear I hear the same thing. Like even talks with him like at the dinner table, say it all the time that he was just ahead of his time. And was it Ray Rhodes was his coach? He started with
2: Buddy Ryan, Buddy Ryan, and then it right. went to uh, Cotite, and then it went to Ray. Okay, for one year. Yes, yeah, so and and was. and Buddy Ryan's theory was make four big plays. He didn't care how it got done. <laughs> Randall, you make four big plays. We're probably going to win. And there's a lot of times Randall made four big plays, and they won a lot of games, yeah. just not in the playoffs. Mm, yeah. Interesting.
0: Any Before we uh, switch to our Eagles topic, any potential replacements as head coach for the Broncos?
2: Ooh. Uh, Go ahead. What do you got?
1: I mean, the the easiest answer is Sean Payton. Not going and there. I don't think he's going there. Uh, I know the GM came out of the Broncos, said that Russ is fixable. But of course, he's going to say that he has no choice to say that. What's he going to say? Oh, no, my quarterback is broken. I'm fucked. I I made a bad investment. Of course, he's going to have his back in a way. So uh, is he fixable? I don't think so. I think what you see is what you get moving forward, Uh, maybe a little bit better, maybe progress wise. But head coaching wise, I don't see Sean Payton going there. I don't think he wants to take that risk of his legacy getting ruined by a wash, potentially wash quarterback. Um, I think it would be a bad look for Sean truly Payton. True. Yeah. Washed. It would be a bad look for Sean Payton because, you know, I, I think Sean Payton has gotten a lot more credit with the Drew Brees down, down, you know, later in his career. Drew Brees couldn't throw the ball a, a, as far as he could, but he still made the playoffs, still made some noise, still had a good teams and still had a good offense, regardless of Brees, you know, um, you know d- uh, decline, if you want to call it, in the, in the last two years. Um, I love Brees. I'm a Brees fan, but I don't see Sean Payton come in there and taking that role. I could see maybe, uh, I know there's a lot of talks about Dan Quinn. I could see that kind of happening because Denver does have a really good defense and he is a defensive mind coach. But the problem is who are you relying on to call the offense? Because if you're if you're relying on Russell Wilson, you're fucked. Your, your, your defense is going to be gassed again next year. So, it's an it's a intriguing question, but I, I would probably go with a defensive mind coach and then bring in offensive uh, coordinators that are established to have a resume on their career where they can help Russell Wilson and help that offense. So that would be the route that I would go for Denver.
0: I'm going to throw a curveball here. I hope it doesn't happen because I love him. The Eagles offensive coordinator, Shane Stitchin. What he did last year with Herbert and what he did this year with Hertz is all I need to see.
2: And you Steichen can, was my guy. Yeah. But I was just about to tell you. I stitching It's gonna be uh I think he's gonna be on Denver's radar. And you even have to throw Gannon in there. Gannon interviewed with them last year. I you know, would Denver. love to lose so, uh, him. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a he yeah, <laughs> that's a win-win situation. I he think he
0: is an excellent offensive coordinator and he is a, a key component of Hertz's growth. Pause. But you gotta understand though, he, he went from
1: Herbert to Hertz. And he's gonna go to russell wilson there's a drop off in talent and youth like yeah it's the, it's no guarantee he's gonna come yeah. in and be like all right russell wilson i could fix him
0: i don't think russell wilson's fixable I, I i i genuinely believe he's washed up dude he doesn't it's not even that he doesn't have the mobility anymore he doesn't want to remember when rg3 got hit and he never wanted to run again yeah that is exactly what's happening with russell wilson but you have to be you have to look in the mirror your legs and your mobility is part of your game. Like you you're not going to survive without that. Like right. Tom Brady's not a mobile quarterback. He operates from the pocket. But yeah, I don't I was, don't
2: think there's a there's a competent Russell Wilson like either you're getting Russ here or you're getting the dog shit that we've been seeing yeah. all season.
1: Yeah. No, it's, he's 100% I right. I know. Like I, I don't see it changing. That's I my thing. Me neither. Like what are you going to do? You're going to beef up the offensive line? Okay, great. But if he can't throw in the pocket and and deliver it on time what good is that doing you yeah i know i'm with I you, just I, I it's just a, they're in a, they're in a rough situation i'm looking forward to see how how denver um fixes it in the offseason but it's it's going to be i think it's going to be a couple year rebuild oh without
0: opinion. a doubt dude they have no draft capital they have no, draft they have no salary cap yeah they're, they're in hell
1: they're in hell they have to hope russell wilson pans out and that's a big hope at this point yeah. so you know I, that's, that's where I stand with it. I, I just don't see Russ getting back on track.
2: One yeah. more quick thing about Peyton. If he ends up in Denver, how crazy would it be? Because supposedly Sean Peyton is putting together some super coaching staff and Vic Fangio would be the defensive I don't coordinator. Think that, <laughs> I
0: saw that and I read that, but I don't think that would happen because I don't think Vic Fangio would go back to the team as a coordinator.
2: I would think not.
0: On the team that fired him after he went. he won more games with Teddy Bridgewater last year than he did with Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett. So that's where I am on that. I don't see that. If, if Sean Payton's, if that's a true, true uh, story. So, but all right, guys, that wraps that portion up. We are now moving on to the Cowboys beating the Eagles 40 to 34. Did the Eagles miss hurts?
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, he's the MVP of the league. I mean, so yeah, they obviously missed him. Uh, Gardner Minshew played. Okay. Uh, obviously he compiled a lot of stats, but, uh, you know, some of his decision-making wasn't very good. I, I would say two of the interceptions I probably put on Quez Watkins. Uh, the one I just think was a bad choice on Minshew. I mean, he, the guy was draped over him probably pass interference, but we're not going to bitch about calls. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just think that uh, there were bad reads throwing in the traffic, and I don't know if Hurts would have made those decisions. So, yeah, I mean, they they definitely missed Hurts. What do you think, Nick?
1: Uh, yeah, they definitely missed Hurts. Like he said, he was, you know, surefire MVP of the league if he didn't get hurt. Um, but my thing is the Eagles didn't punt. So, I mean, that's that's it's kind of hard to say they missed them in that game. Uh, it's so easy to say that, right? But they didn't punt. So he obviously did some things well to put the Eagles in the best position to win. So, I mean, to lose by six, I I, kind of see that as a, I don't want to say a moral victory because anytime you lose to Dallas, it fucking hurts. It sucks. It's a a miserable week, miserable next day. It's awful. Thank God
2: it was Christmas.
1: Yeah, well, I think it kind of made it worse for a lot of people. <laughs> not so, me. <laughs> yeah, not I mean, me. it depends. Well, sure. you, you have a great spirit. That's what it <laughs> no, is. Not me. Not me either
0: because <laughs> I was saying this before. I was hope. I want as much as I was rooting for them to win and I was pissed when they lost, I wanted them to lose that game because there is potential for a rubber match. And I don't – to me, like, I am very weird with that and superstitious. It is hard to beat a team three times in one year, especially your arch nemesis. Like, to go ahead and do that is very, very fucking difficult. And if we see them again in round two or the mm-hmm. NFC Championship game, it'll make it sweeter to beat them. Hopefully, both teams are healthy. But look, I think they missed Hurts. Um, you missed the running ability, mm-hmm. the elusiveness. Yeah. And I think the weird thing, too, is they are more dependent on Jalen Hurts than a lot of people thought because of how much he brings to the table with the running. And his throwing is so improved, and it's it's been on display all season. It's time to recognize it. He improved as a passer. Timing, arm strength, ball placement, all of that stuff. So I think it was apparent that they missed them. I mean, even though they still scored 34 points, I think it was their second highest scoring of the year or third highest scoring. So but yeah, they look, they're always when somebody's in the MVP running, you're always gonna miss them. But Minshew's a quality backup. That's what he does. You uh know.
1: I disagree with um your take about uh the Eagles rely on him too much. I think what you saw in that game is an Eagles team that is really, really good on both sides of the ball, special teams, offense, defense. Um, So for me, that game hurt Hertz's chances of uh, MVP, in my opinion now, like looking at the result, how the game went against a really good opponent. um, You had your backup there. So that game didn't help Hertz's case for the MVP. Um, So for me, I feel like it just shows how well the Eagles are. They're they're really they're they're a solidly built team. They're tough to beat, and it doesn't matter what quarterback they have in there. They're going to give you a run for their money, regardless of who they have behind center. So for me, uh, I, I I disagree with that, uh, to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, so maybe Parsons was right, and maybe we shouldn't have taken offense to it. That it's the system and the team, because that was that was a well-oiled machine out there, even without Hurts. Yeah, yeah. But I still think if if you have Hurts, sure. the uh the decision making's a little bit better, and the other thing is you can't win football games turning the ball over four times. Especially on the road. And you give up a third and thirty. <laughs> and we didn't talk about that. Yet. But, but, but but how about this? It, so there are two losses, okay? Eight total turnovers, and Washington and Dallas converted twenty of thirty-six on third down. Wow. How can you win with giving up? that many third down conversions and turning the ball over like that's just not a it's just not a winning recipe right but it's only happened twice and that goes to show how good this team is and maybe i'm foolish for saying it's not going to happen again but i don't think that can happen a third time
0: yeah i mean look the thing is too is like dallas is a good team it's just that third and 30 as soon as they got that third and 30 i'm like this ain't our day because when Dak threw the pick six on the opening drive, I'm like, oh, wow. Is this really going to happen? I start thinking 44 to 6-5. I'm like, is this really, <laughs> are they really going to do this? And then they went right down the field and scored. And I'm like, all right, they're here to play. But that game was important for Dallas. Oh, yeah. Way more it important for Dallas. important for Dallas. Now, look, they're still locked into the fifth seed, fifth seed unless, you know, we lose out, which is, you know, a different story, which I don't think will happen. But, you know, it was it was a big game for Dallas. And they played like it was a big game. They actually stepped up to the plate. To be honest, for you know that maybe this is the year that they they pull it together.
2: Yeah, and and I I'm r- it, I'm right there with you on the whole tra- beating a team three times is very very difficult. It's actually your division foe. I smelled 2007, the Giants Cowboys divisional round game. Yeah. Smelled that Giants win from three miles away. Yep. I'm like there is no way Dallas is going to beat them a third time. Yeah, and then here they come in and they go and. Beat the patriots in the super bowl which was unreal like po- you know how many points did brady and that offense score in that super bowl 10 right
1: are you trying to be funny? No, I was asking. No, a, that, yeah, I was trying to be funny right now. I
0: was asking a question. No, nah,
1: for real. You trying to be
2: funny? This is this
1: a, this is the chop neck episode. I, this is what we're doing. Chop neck is the title. This is, this is what it's a, it's a chop neck episode. I asked the
0: question. That's I crazy. asked a simple question. Hey, this That's, was
2: just natural progression of why I brought it up. I wasn't trying to. Yeah. I wasn't coming into the house of Brady know, to disrespect. I, I know how he <laughs>
0: is. House
1: of Brady. I know how he is. He likes to stick the knife in your, in your stomach and twist it. No, no, he's a motherfucker he
0: right here. It, man. I just tw- I just twisted it a little
1: bit. It's all love. It's
0: all love. How many did they score? Seventeen. About that.
2: Damn. Yeah. I thought it was 10. I'm not, I'm not BSing. Wasn't it 10?
0: I think it was the Super Bowl with the Rams. No, it was a Super Bowl with the Giants. They scored 17. Oh, it was points.
1: 17 points. Yeah. Or well, no, so- it was uh 14. Yeah, 17. 17-14. 17-14. That's, right. that's what 11. I think of all the time. That's <laughs> what I Yo, think of all so, the time. So it, it's uh the third and thirty play, right? The Gafar. He he had a he had, a, he, had a, he had a tough Christmas. Philly Phil played his clip of the Goffar uh during christmas when the, when the eagles are playing dallas for the audience this is this is the the raw reaction of the gafar during this play
0: holy shit dude
2: legends <laughs> we got legends what yeah
1: <laughs> he's so shocked his oh, mouth man. was so wide open pause pause that he, he I, I've never seen a human as shocked like that. Third and thirty, are you fucking kidding me? I was waiting for him to start yo, screaming at the me TV. too. Look to <laughs> Ty fucking
2: Hilton. Yeah, the corpse of Ty Hilton. wasn't really him?
0: Third and thirty, what? It's impossible. I didn't know his jersey number when he caught him. I'm like, who the fuck is that? And, <laughs> and then it's like he comes <laughs> up screaming, and I'm like, oh, that's Ty Hilton. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like,
2: I thought it was Jesse Holly. <laughs>
0: yeah, yo, third and thirty. That's almost
1: impossible to convert. And Dallas is on their own twenty nine. The game is over. Like, if the Eagles stop them there and they get the ball back, I think the Eagles win that game. Yep, absolutely. I think they have the momentum. I think the the, the offense was playing really well. They would have been ahead. And I'd like their chances if they didn't give that up. But, God damn,
2: 30-30? I don't have as good of a story as a reaction to what the for did, but my brother said to me, he goes, is there any way they screw this up? I go, there's no way. But as soon as Dak threw the ball way downfield, I'm like, this is the only way they could screw it up. Yep, they screwed <laughs> it up. And it was
0: on Darius Slay. I
2: know. That's what he, makes did, it he did some weird. I know they were they were doing some zone, but like he did some weird shit where like he left the guy way too soon. Yeah, I and know. then you, I think that was what uh, Josiah Scott or Josiah yeah. Scott trying to yeah. make the play back there. Like, yeah, it, it is painful though that it, uh, that was bad technique by Slay for if, sure. If they meet again in the playoffs, who wins? Eagles. I got the Eagles. Especially, too. it's going to be in Philly. It's going to be nuts. Hopefully, it's and in and and the thing is, it's really going to be their first time playing because. We beat their backup. They beat our backup. The series is a watch.
1: Do they scare you?
2: No. No. And I know I don't really have too many numbers to back it up, but at certain times of the year, Dallas does Dallas things. I agree. And, so, And who, I can see it happening, as always.
1: Who's the Who's the team that you're most worried about in the NFC?
2: Dallas. <laughs>
1: really? <So laughs> even you think, though I just said that. Okay, so you think the Eagles, this is their year, right? I like, do you think would so. You, you, would, you would put all your money on that.
2: I I just don't see Minnesota coming in. I mean, they're they're probably not going to shut Jefferson down to next to nothing. They're the team but I fear the most. I I, 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 don't I just know why. don't I just don't see it because Minnesota right now, if they continue to play the way they are, they're they're getting bounced in the first round.
1: I've been screaming that shit. I, Shoot, I, him up, <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him up,
2: sports. Shoot him up. Like they're, they're, you can't spot <laughs> thirty three points. You can't be kicking sixty one yard field goals against the Giants and. Like, that that shit's just not going to work in the playoffs.
0: The only reason I fear them is, here's the thing. I know Kirk Cousins' prime time outside in January would be frigid. But we smacked them in that first game. And that stings. And revenge and things like that. Human element, human emotions. They would bother me. Dallas would bother me, but for different reasons. Because, like, imagine losing to Dallas at home in the nfc championship game for a trip to the super bowl
1: is it the fear of the dallas fans that you know would talk a lot of shit for you for a long time because of that or is it just the fear of? no
0: it's the fear of i'm not i'm i love the eagles i don't like the cowboys i like dak prescott so it's a little bit different but i don't like the only real people that i know that are eagles fans are spanos and jimmy both aren't pricks yeah so like i don't like i i could talk football with them and be normal
1: i think they're objective
0: yeah, they are. They're some normal, are, normal. some but not. But that's
1: the problem. Yeah, that they, A lot of them aren't. Right,
0: right. <laughs> but the guys that we talk to, like, they don't wear, they don't wear, like, you know, Rockaware jean shorts and see-through Jordans. <laughs> So,
1: see through see jordans, through jordans so, is fucking crazy so man it's different than when you talk to <laughs> hashtag that shit hey yo when you imagine imagine them. looking at somebody see through jordans and seeing a dirty ass white sock skills. So, <laughs> that is fucking insane <laughs> man skills
0: <laughs> skills so, that's how it is oh eagles, man do you have eagles do you have the eagles beating dallas if they meet um yeah. It'll I be do. a tough game, do. though. I don't think we
2: would. Tonight. I do.
1: I don't think it would be a a, a waxing affair. I think it would be no, a really, really, Good really game. tight game coming down to the fourth quarter. Down be The three. first real game. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree with that. That is a great
0: point by you too. That would be the first real game because hopefully they both have their quarterbacks.
2: And the one thing that I would have said is I even think that the whole three win theory would sort of be out the window just because it was backups in both games. So I but I I feel better. Yeah. That. I'm the same it's way. Still, I'm glad. I'm the, glad. The, the laundry didn't change, even though yeah. there were different quarterbacks playing. Just take playing, care of
0: the so. Saints on Sunday. Get yourself healthy. Absolutely. We're good. And We got we got some time. And I the best this. part about yeah. that
2: Saints thing now is there was a path that the Saints could have still lost to the Eagles and figured out a way to get in the playoffs. I don't really see that happening, especially with um, Tampa Bay and Carolina. That's almost like loser leaves town. Yeah, And one of those teams are probably going to win the South. The
0: winner wins the division.
2: Pretty much, yeah. Well, well sure de- it definitely Tampa Bay, but I think yeah. Carolina's got to go one more. Yeah, they have to win They out. have to run it. If Tampa it. wins on Sunday, they It's win. over. It's, yep, over, it's but all but over. So be. now, what everybody's saying before about, oh, you got to win this game for the pick, you have the perfect opportunity. Now you're going to bust your ass to win that game, and now you're, you're, you're ending their playoff hopes. So now that pick, you know, it can't be 19 because they're yes. not making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I, my biggest takeaway, and this is going for if they do play again,
2: Dallas hasn't seen Hurts
1: since like early in the year. So, that to replicate somebody's speed is very difficult to prepare for. Yeah. So, I think the advantage goes to the Eagles in that aspect. Yeah. Because Hertz is a very difficult quarterback to prepare for. You got to, you got to prepare for his, 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 uh, his running ability. Um, and now his throwing. It's like so preparing
0: for Lamar Jackson.
1: Yes. So to replicate that kind of quarterback is very difficult. Not many people, not many teams in house have a, a guy, at quarterback that with that kind of speed and that ability. So that gives the edge to the Eagles, in my opinion. Um, but I still think that game was going to be, it's going to be a dog fight. I hope it does happen because that's, that's 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 football, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to see the best two teams in the NFC go at it. And I think they're the best two NFC, uh, the best two teams in the NFC. A lot of people say San Fran and Minnesota. I, I just I'm not buying into the Purdy Man is nope. I'm not there yet. I think there's not enough film on him yet until until teams figure it out. Then, then he'll get exposed. Uh I could be dead wrong about that, but that's based on that's how I feel about it. And the Vikings don't scare me. The Vikings have a lot of cool toys, but they're just they haven't really clicked like that, bro. Like I know the record speaks otherwise, but when I watch them, dude, there's nothing that jumps out of my screen where I'm like, "Oh man, this this team's really fucking scary." Nick fell
0: in love with the Flash, bro. There's it's nothing a, wrong. It's with a, the, a strange
1: turn of I don't eyes. understand what you're talking about. There the is Flash. absolutely Flash. they are all eleven over. and three, bro. They got Justin Jefferson. That's a that's the that's Flash as you can get. And Davin Cook. And that's Flash. And I didn't Kirk. fall in love with the Flash. I fell out of love. A, 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 I don't a understand
0: it. I don't understand it.
1: I, I You should. You will understand. No, you fell it. in
0: love with the Flash because you're not buying into the Vikings. The no. Vikings are a good team.
1: You just said that the Vikings have all this Flash. What are you talking about?
0: No, no, no. I'm saying that they're not a flashy team. Oh
1: no, I, I'm I'm saying they are.
0: Oh, I don't think they are. I just I, think they just grind it out and win.
1: Well, I think they have flashy players. That's why that, That's my
0: thing. To a degree, yeah, I'm with you. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But the the Vikings,
1: they. It's, it's, they're so weird, bro. Like, I can't, I can't describe that team. I look at them and I, I, they just don't put fear into me, man. If I'm looking at the Eagles and looking at at, at Minnesota, I'm like, they ain't coming to Philly and beating us. We already proved that in week, in week two. They're not, they're not doing that. We're going to, we'll scrape their ass. Yeah. Our our, our only toughest opponent is Dallas and, and, and San Fran. So for me, San Fran
0: isn't coming to Philadelphia in January and beating us with Brock Purdy. Yeah. Not happening.
1: I, I don't think so either, but, if that is a team that could do it, it would probably be, be the Niners or the Cowboys just because their ability to play good defense and run the football. And that and that shortens the game for the Eagles offense. So that would give them a uh, compelling argument to be had, in my opinion. I think yeah. they had the ingredients to come to Philly and beat them. I just don't think they will. If that makes sense.
2: I just don't see even the Eagles having their worst day of being like a 10 point, 17 point day. Like, and I think that's what San Francisco would have to do to win. Yeah. They would have to keep it real low scoring. Not happening. And I just don't see it. And I, I, I can't get past Purdy. Can't do it. Sorry, Mr. Irrelevant. Can't do it.
0: Yeah. You're not yeah. buying into it. Not at all. Yeah. No way. I'm the same way. But all right, guys, we are now moving on to our next topic Packers beat the Dolphins 26 to 20. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers inch a little bit closer to the playoffs. What do you think?
2: They're short on talent. I I just don't see that they're going to be able to do it. Like there were, I've seen this movie once or twice where Packers were in the middle. Maybe a couple of years ago, Rogers got hurt. They end up making a run. They win the North, and then, uh, then the what the one year they knocked out Dallas when they were on their high horse was at 2016. Was
0: Dak's rookie year?
2: Yeah, Dak's rookie year. I just see this as being a Packers team that's short on talent, and Rogers just doesn't look right. Uh, maybe he's he's old. He's high hi yeah like my wife says yeah angry old man with an agenda yeah just doesn't seem like he's as interested in football as he once was and you know the fact he hogged all the money to not bring Devonte adams back was just I, I don't understand that one bit like you cost yourself your best weapon
1: i and truthfully don't think Devonte adams wanted to come back
2: that's very that's possible whole, that's that's, that's like a whole a different other argument story. yeah that's i think is that very, is actually true yeah, yeah. And then Pardon. just to bl- to blast his teammates like that, like that was extremely uncalled for how he ripped Watson two weeks ago. Oh, if you want to catch touchdowns, run the right route. Come on, dude. Like you do not say that the guy ran the wrong route. We all saw what happened. He ran the wrong route.
0: I've been but- an Aaron Rodgers truth teller for quite some years now, 10, 11 years. I've been saying it for a long time. Um, but here's the thing. If they make the playoffs, every team in the NFC is going to want to play them.
1: Absolutely. I disagree.
0: Who wouldn't want to play
1: them? I really disagree with that.
0: Who wouldn't want to play them?
1: I don't think the Vikings would want to see Aaron Rodgers.
2: I could see it from the divisional story. Divisional
1: aspect, they do not want to see Aaron Rodgers in the playoff. They do not want to see him. It won't matter. It would matter. I would take Green Bay in that game. If Green, Bay, you around, again, if Green Bay fucked around and won the last two games, got into the playoffs, and played Minnesota the first round, I would definitely take Green Bay to beat them 100%. And I cannot
0: wait to bet you because it's, an, I would easy you, it's an easy that's free crazy. meal. It's an easy free meal. I, I, look I forward will fill it. your stomach
1: up. Pause. Right. Whoa. I, I will. I, I'll make you full.
0: <laughs> all right, Phil, I'm out. <laughs> that's, that's enough for me, Brian. Enough tonight. You're going to fill my stomach. So, all right, can we get back on track here? Straight, I'm sorry, straightly. Just... Um. No, I don't. If if they make the if they make the playoffs, I don't think they're dangerous. I think they're one dimensional. Their their wide receivers have played a little bit better, but they're not ready for the moment. Aaron Rodgers is a piss poor leader. He's not somebody. Aaron Rodgers is not good from behind.
1: Whoa! Whoa! Whoa. (laughs)
0: Family, what? Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! He doesn't play. He doesn't, he doesn't play, play good, good when lead. he doesn't have the lead. He doesn't play good when he doesn't <laughs> have the lead. And that's just the truth. This <laughs> Can is we get so serious awesome. in here, man? Damn. So, so he doesn't funny. play good when he doesn't have the lead. He can't come back. And that's just, he just, that's the story of it. And any team in the NFC that plays them in the first round of the playoffs or the second round is lucky. They're an automatic first round out.
1: They're <laughs> I, I bad. So disagree, but okay. they
0: stink. They're... You trust a seven and eight team over 11 and three. That's unbelievable.
1: No, it's not. It's because they're getting hot at the right time. They're playing Minnesota, who's not playing their best football, and yeah. And I think Green Bay would go in there, and I think they would beat them. They play in a dome. I think that that kind of favors uh, Aaron Rodgers to, in my in my opinion. What? What? In a dome? Aaron Rodgers could throw the football still, man. I'm not. I'm not going diss- to. No, not I'm not saying that.
0: I'm not saying that. But his team isn't good enough, and his coach isn't good enough.
1: That might be true, but. If there is a game where Aaron Rodgers can win in the first round, I, look, I, I, I legitimately that would be the best scenario, in my opinion, because of the divisional aspect.
0: I agree. That look, you're right there. I say that I would still take the Vikings. I know you said you take the Packers, yeah. and we'll have fun on that. But um to switch to switch roles on that real fast, um, Tua uh concussed again, potentially. What's <laughs> I don't even know what to really say about that. You have any you guys have anything to say about that? Because I wanted to mention it because it's 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 strange, dude. And if he has another concussion, I mean, I don't really know what to say about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we got to be, at this point, thinking about whether this guy's going to continue playing football. Genuinely concerned. Happening. Mm -hmm. But it's weird how it's, like, so low-key, and... Did it happen obviously it had to have happened during the game but w- why is it another one of these weird situations where we're finding out after the fact Well I mean I, I think we knew the first time something was wrong Well yeah you did know? you see the
0: hit that this week that they think gave him the concussion
2: I have not He
0: smacked I should have got filmed to do it He smacked his head off the floor so hard like you literally said like bounce off the thing and it just and then his second hit I was at the end of the first half and then his second half he was terrible so it's like, all right, maybe he really was concussed. But like for me with Tua, man, I would I would sit him the rest of the year, bro. And I would tell him, like, dude, you either gotta learn the land or that's it, bro. But like you can't, you can't do that, dude. Like, I think he's only 25 years old, 26 years old. Like, at some point, dude, it's it's tough, man. It's tough.
1: Um, what's my thoughts on him yeah. being my thoughts are and and, and this I is I think
0: this is it actually. This is the hit. Did you bring it up, Phil? Yeah, I
1: think so. Philly, Phil, pull it up. But you got to fucking pay your bills or something because we ain't getting <laughs> <laughs> This is a Chop Nick episode. Crazy.
0: Chop Nick. I got to pay a my
1: bills. Bit. My bills are all paid, bro. That's crazy. It's Chop Nick episode. This I think this
0: is. was the hit that they said he gets drugged down from behind. Yeah, this is it. Watch his head smack.
1: Oh, oh. They said
0: that that was what I is saw. Is this a slow
1: motion? Yeah, here we go. Here like we a go. Slow motion. slow motion for me.
0: Look, this was it. Boom. Okay. That's what I'm saying. That's face
1: first. When yeah,
0: that's the back of his head. Is it the he back fl- of his head? Yeah, he turned around and uh, you can see he hit the back. Of- bang. That's what I'm saying. Like that type of shit with him, you can't do that. Like you're seriously gonna have br- you're gonna have brain trauma, legitimate. Brain. You already have it. So. Oh wait, it was the back of his head. Okay. I don't think they should. It, it I look, I don't know. I can't speak on that. But if he wants to play again, he can play. But I think for his safety and just you can't have the the concussion experts watching him every single play unless you get somebody designed for him like an aide. Like I don't really know what to say, but he's I just think he should sit out the rest of the year and just get it and learn how to fall or something.
1: The problem with that is, and this is a theory of mine. and we're gonna we're going talk about this specific player next segment. Number 12 in Tampa Bay. Does he go to Miami if Tua fucks around and yes, doesn't play this absolutely. year? Because Miami's got to look at it from a standpoint. We got Tyree Kill. We have the weapons. Do we run the risk of bringing in Tua again and getting hurt? And then now we're left with nothing. Whereas we get a 46-year-old quarterback, but he's got weapons. We have the the weapons around him. We had the team that we can go to the Super Bowl with. Kind of like the uh, 2020 bucks. Right, explosive uh, wide receivers play good defense.
0: They are instantly Super Bowl favorites if he goes to Miami.
1: Brady just um, he just had a home built in uh, Miami as well, so that is very intriguing. And there was a lot of smoke with the Dolphins previously, so I'm looking at this situation. I'm like, okay, if Brady wants to play again, there might be an opening in in Miami. So, but for two's sake, I hope um, he's okay. That's that's first and foremost. I don't ever wish anything on anybody. I want him to be okay. I want him to continue his career because I think it is a bright career. I think he's shown flashes. He can be the guy for Miami. Uh, But your health matters is, is the number one. Without health, you don't have a life. So I think the right thing to do would be to shut him down for the rest of the season. But as a competitor, that's tough to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. especially as an organization who's very who's very in the thick of things in the AFC. Cuz I think Miami is one of those teams not many people would want to play in the playoffs because of their explosive weapons. Um so for me, it would be devastating to see him sit out the season, but I think it is the right thing to do.
2: Yeah, and I I wasn't a big Tua fan uh, I always, I've, Neither was I. I I. had referred to him as Tua Tebow for years. He won me over. Cause the, he totally won me over. Uh, definitely shows he can play his arms a lot stronger than I ever thought it was going to be. And he, he's made so many big plays and he was such a big part of the success. And his record was out of this world yeah. for weeks until, you know, till recently. recently. Yeah. But I even think a healthy to it, Miami just seems like a team that's starting to trend down. Even though they played such a great game against Buffalo, went toe-to-toe in the cold, good to see a team from down south be able to come up north. And those conditions were crazy that Saturday night in that game. Yep. And, but I don't know. I think Miami, I think regardless, might find themselves on the outside looking in.
0: They have a big matchup against the Patriots this weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which begs me to question, you know, I know it's not a Patriots dis- you know uh, discussion, but who has a better record defense up the year, the Patriots or the Dolphins? We talked about this last week, so I, I want said to get the your Patriots
0: opinion. regretfully. I they said the Dolphins,
1: stink. but I think regret. I re- kind of regret that. We flipped. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I can, uh, if it's fair for me to, to chime in on it now, but uh, I think, uh, I think New England's going to win that game on Sunday. So wow, I, I would say it might end up being New England.
1: You think because of the Tua news that came out, or if Tua yeah, was I healthy, think- you think you think they beat New England or?
2: Miami definitely have a better shot if it's with Tua, Uh, but I just, yeah, like I said, I just see them. They're just trending down. I mean, they're just, they're really just, they're losing in bunches and yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's a lot. Cause what they were, uh, they were eight and three at one point. So they just dropped four straight and they're losing to these, to other quality teams. So they look like they might be one of those good, bad teams right now.
1: Middle of the pack type teams like a jets team or something like that a little bit better than the
2: jets i would say i'm just
1: saying like uh yeah yeah i guess they're i think i think they're better than the jets but i'm talking about in the middle of the pack kind of group they they kind of fit that category as a 10th best team in the league uh maybe to 15 in that range yep Um, i think they're good enough to make the playoffs i think they had the talent yeah they just ran into a tough schedule the last four weeks they, they ran into the Niners, they ran into the Chargers, they ran into the Bills, and they were all on the road. And then they ran into a, I, can I say, a hot Packers team. A lot to play for. I know the Dolphins had a lot to play for, too. But at the same time, like, losing those three games kind of hurts the morale of the, of the locker room, too. And um, I think that kind of played a, a factor in it. And then now Tua's injury. So maybe Tua really did get concussed, and it really fucked him up because he made some throws in that game where I was like, bro, who are you throwing to? Like, are you looking at the same? thing It looked like it was a I pass
0: am? to the defender.
1: I, it looked like he got confused. in the numbers. Yeah, it, it looked like he was throwing the Green Bay players, thinking they were the wide receiver for the for, for the Dolphins. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. So I, maybe it did, maybe it played a factor. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. Yeah. So what is the severity of the concussion? Is there is there is there mild? Is there you know I, I don't know that aspect of science in terms of concussions. So I can't really elaborate on this. Follow the science. Other. Yeah, I try to, but <laughs> I, I disagree with some of it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean, though? Like, I, I just don't know. Did it play a factor? If it did, then that's that's fair. But, yeah. you know, it's 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 a shame. But um, I just don't know if he's going to be able to last. They got to play New England. New England's got a tough defense, and the Jets don't get any better. Jets have a good defense as well. So the best option would be to sit to it. And, um, yeah, I, I just hope he's okay. I just hope
2: he gets right. Yeah. One yeah. more way. thing on Brady real fast. That would be a very interesting situation, seeing him go to Miami, because I think that would tell the absolute truth as to whether we are seeing a really bad system on what Tampa Bay is doing, or if Father Time is really catching up with our friend Tom. We're
0: about to talk about, about that, talk about guys. We are moving on to the Buccaneers beating the Cardinals in overtime, 19-16. to 16. And Nineteen to sixteen against McSorley. I don't even know his first name. Was it Trevor Trace? Trace. Penn 19 State. Nineteen to sixteen.
1: Yeah, it's pretty pathetic.
0: I, I mean, uh, that's horrible. That's real. That's horrible. Are they? Are the Bucks dead man walking? Dead man walking. Yes. Do they have any shot at beating the Cowboys? Do they have any shot? First of all, do you think they make the playoffs? Do you think they win the division?
2: Oh, I, I don't know, because I think if Carolina can run the ball the way that they just ran the ball last week.
0: It's, it's they, a concerning they can beat game.
2: a lot of teams by yeah. surprise, and you know, they're doing it with a bunch of no namers. This is like, this is like Walmart, Jonathan Stewart and Walmart D'Angelo Williams in the backfield Jonathan now with Stewart, with uh, Foreman awesome. and uh, Chuba Hubbard. Um, the, the the other thing is, I have uh, I owned Godwin in two fantasy leagues, and I owned Fournette in another. True. I've watched good. a lot of Bucks games. Everything they do is painstaking work to gain a yard. And it, it's unbelievable. And the other bad thing on the year is, in my opinion, they have one and a half quality wins. They're, it, it's, they, those wins are they beat Dallas in the beginning. That's a quality win. 19-3, they're, right? Yes. Their half, they're half a quality win is Seattle. Seattle's like a fringe playoff team, so that's a half a quality win. Okay. They're three and seven outside of their division. Now, I understand you can't pick and choose what division you play in. They're taking care of business within their own division, but they're not really beating anybody. And you know, it, I, I I just see that if Carolina can do what they did last week, they're gonna beat Tampa Bay.
0: You want to hear a funny stat?
2: But you know it's funny? They,
1: if Carolina does what they did last week, they beat anybody. 361 rushing yards, that's insane. And over a hundred in the first that's, quarter. That's an NFL
0: record, bro. Yeah. I know it's wild. It's funny because you're talking about them not being able to gain a yard. We talk about that constantly. Like I just said, the short yardage game, like you have first and 10, you have second and three, third and one, and you punt. I'm going to tell you the scenario. And then, bro, fast. The the Buccaneers have the least amount of points scored in the NFC this year. A Tom Brady led offense (laughs) has the least (laughs) amount of points scored in the NFC this year. That's terrible. That's terrible.
1: Well, this is the sequence of the events. This is why the Bucks are struggling, and they, they have no confidence. You could tell. Only when they play fast. First drive of the game, beautiful drive. They go down five plays, 55 yards. They got a, a Julio Jones penalty. Regular. It was a, it was a great pass. Um, but then Brady misses him in the end zone. That is a throw Brady can make 99 out of, out of, out of 100 times. And in his sleep, he can make that throw, and he missed it. Then they kick a field goal. How many times have you seen the Bucks first drive? They go down the field and kick a field goal. And you could just see on their faces how deflating that is to them.
0: Every game, I think.
1: Yep. And that is really what sets the tone at the whole game. They go down the field and they kick a field goal. That is demoralizing for an offense that's struggling, right? So they go down the field, they get three points. Okay, they're up for nothing and they're on the road. Cardinals fumble the next pedestrian. So then Pampa Bay has it on their own 43. Then they get a false start, five-yard penalty. Now they're Tampa Bay's on their on first and fifteen on Tampa Bay's thirty-eight. Leonard Fournette rushes for fourteen yards. It is second and one at Arizona's forty-eight. So now you're in their territory. You have all the momentum. You're up three nothing, second and one, slam dunk, get the first down, move the chains again, and then get yourself in field goal in, in field goal range. Second one comes. Leonard Fournette up the middle, no game. Third and one comes Leonard Fournette up the middle. No game. Fourth and one. What do you do? You got to go for it. Why don't you do a quarterback sneak? I, I just don't understand. You have the greatest quarterback sneaker of all time on your team. And you don't run a quarterback sneak. I mean, if you do it twice, you're getting the first down. Okay. Fourth and one Arizona's 48. Leonard Fournette up the middle for minus one yards. And they did the same <laughs> fucking play three times in a row. And it literally went nowhere. You went three plays and went minus one yard. How? Arizona was the 31st defense against the rush. How the fuck are you not getting pushed up front? I understand J.J. Watt is great, and he just he, he drops. But come on, bro. Like, what are we talking about here? What are we what are we talking about? Like, it's one yard. That changes the whole complexion of the football game. Then they, ha- then they have to, you know, it's turnover on downs. Now you're, like, looking at your offense, like, can we do something right? We go down the field we use, and, and we kick a field goal on our first drive, and then we can't get a yard. It's demoralizing. It carries through the entire game. Whether it's fair or not, that's just the reality of, 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 of the Buck season. And it's just really demoralizing. It's just it's not a coincidence that when Brady plays to his strength and he plays fast and he knows and he can pinpoint the defenses, he's you know doing checkdowns, two-minute offense, they are the fifth best in the league. And two-minute offense. Like, they score the fifth most points. That's not a coincidence. They're not putting Tom Brady in his, in the best position for him to succeed, in my opinion. Like, I think their coaches are really boneheads. I legitimately think they're stupid. Like, they, they don't put their – they don't put – they make the same fucking mistakes week in and week out. Every every time I watch the Bucs game, it, I feel like I'm watching the last week's game. Seriously, that's exactly how I feel. And it, it's as a Tom Brady fan, he's not playing well at all. Let's, let's call it what it was. He had a bad game against Arizona, did not play well, missed a lot of throws, threw two picks, almost cost his team the game. But he 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 got them to a win again. He 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 went down the field, did his job, and they got the win. Now it's like, all right, now they need to step back, refresh, and go. Just you, you got you got the Panthers. If you can't get out for this game, a championship game, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs.
0: I'm in agreement with you. And I'm you. okay with that.
1: I'm okay with that because I want to see the best teams in the playoffs. I don't want to see a fraud-ass team in the playoffs and then get bounced out in the first round and give somebody else an easy win. The playoffs should be hard, period. period. That's it.
0: My thing is, is how does Tom Brady, he does it in the clutch again. Where is it the whole game? Like, what is that? I I just, I don't understand it. Like, what is it about that drive that you need that he always seems to get? And then the rest of the game, it's just like, you, you just watch the TV and you're like, there's no way they're this bad. It's Tom Brady. There's no way. I mean, last year he was great again. I thought he should have been the MVP last year, but, you know, at, I just, I don't understand it. Like, do you think, do you think it's more system or do you think it's Brady? I, I
2: think it's definitely system first, but, you know, the guy's not getting any younger. So at, at some point, like it just happens to everybody. Yeah. I mean, there's again, everybody says, you know, you can't beat father time and, the stats are still there, but I'm going to tell you why they're still there. This is going to be – this might blow your mind. So it's definitely quantity versus quality as far as what his stats are because uh, obviously he. I think he leads the league in attempts and leads the league in completions. So it's 50 yards a game, 50 times a game. And here's what's happening.
1: They don't have a choice because they can't run the ball.
2: 30% of all of his passing yards have come in the fourth quarter. Wow. Yeah. He has thrown for 1239 out of his forty one seventy eight. or in the third or fourth quarter, 10%. That's that dude, all come. It's all garbage time spats.
0: That's my dude, bro. 10% That's
2: my guy, 10% come while trailing with less than four minutes to play. So yes, is he doing the right things at the right time? Sure. But the, something's wrong. Something is obviously wrong. Uh, I'm gonna lean more toward that it is the system and the coaching that these these game plans just aren't working. Would you fire Todd Bowles? I think I would hang on to Bowles and wow. let's let's run it back with a new OC. Wow, see, i the opposite. Let's kick which to the curb.
0: I think Todd Bowles stinks. I don't think he has
1: command of that locker room. He don't have
0: any he passion. He just goes up there and you see him. Yeah, you know we just didn't do things to win the game you know it's uh we just didn't win the game you know we're gonna be better and it's like bro what the fuck like you have a star squad what are you doing yeah it's I, too monotone for that group you need to show some energy show some passion act like you care
1: it's funny because i watched a uh you know a bucks win celebration in the locker room they kind of just every team shows that right when they win and i watched Julio jones and mike evans in the background those two do not seem inspired by what but Todd Bowles says at all. Hell no. And that concerns me. I just look at the body language, human element, right? I, I kind of put myself in that shoes. And I just I like to observe the players around when the, when the coach is talking because that's when you know they have their attention. You listen. You listen. You listen. you, you want to be there. You you're you're locked in. You're you're in for the calls. It's for the calls, right? I watch that, and you guys can go back and go watch it. It's on Buck's Twitter look at Julio Jones and look at Mike Evans and let me let, let me know what you guys think because I'm going to be honest with you they don't look inspired they look like they're just there out. and I don't know if it's due because it was Christmas and it was an overtime game and they're probably tired but bullshit aside it's Christmas you got to win in, in and in a great fashion coming back from behind um so for me like there was no firepower just weird I just I feel like the, the Bucks are relying a lot on Brady and Devin White and those kind of players to lift up the locker room where the head coach is supposed to do that. Where I think that Bruce Arians, when he was there, he commanded the attention. He'll call your ass out if you're if you're playing bad. He don't care. But that's because he he held your ass accountable because he knows how good you are. You know, he believed in your skill set. So if you're not performing the way you are, well then I'm gonna call your ass out because I think you're better than that. So there are different types of leadership that some people do have qualities, whether it's good or bad. You know, it's kind of like a Bruce Arians to me kind of reminds me of the Aaron Rodgers kind of leadership, calling somebody out, you know, not, you know, on, it might be unintentional, but it's just a buck. It's it's real. It's, it's yeah. a thousand. You ask me a question, I'm going to give it to you straight. I don't know what you want me to say. You want me to sit here and lie and cover my cover my teammates? Bro, he's playing bad. You know what I mean? That's And Bruce Arians has said that about Brady in the past, and that's okay. He's calling what it is. But Brady responded like he always does. Is their season over? Are they gonna beat Carolina? I'm going I'm not gonna lie to you. I want the Bucs to get into the playoffs so bad. I'm betting Carolina this weekend.
0: Oh, it's a done deal then. Bucks win.
1: <laughs> yeah. Done <laughs> <I, laughs> deal. I cannot win. And you guys, you, you're gonna try you don't to pay for the story. win. You know nothing about the story. Funny thing. And this is this is the true thing. Bucks in Arizona, right? Two days ago. Arizona was up uh 13 6. I live bet the Arizona line right the money line because i wanted the bucks to win so i'm like all right fuck if the bucks are gonna lose and brady's gonna be out of the playoffs at least i'm gonna make some fucking dough out of this right so i'm sitting there and then also here, here comes brady bro bang 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 i'm like yo my man just took my bread but at least he's in the playoffs yeah. I'm okay. it's money that i'm okay losing because my man is, is you're buying that you donated yeah. to the brady fund exactly bro I, I i still believe in the cause i still believe in tom brady i just don't believe in the Bucks. you
0: really did that too that's the craziest part about i'll show story. you no i, I don't i want to say oh, i got a buddy that pack. does this shit all the time i'm gonna get paranoid so. it's 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 a good strategy do you think Todd Bowles should be fired yes i do
2: too you're saying no i'm gonna say no and
0: go to the, the, the two
2: the two examples that you used of uh julio jones and mike evans not being too into it now granted you know Bowles is the ceo of the team even though he's a defensive guy but why not if he if he's doing all right with the defense, why not bring in another offensive coordinator to see what they can do from that standpoint? Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's also uh, a thing, too. I just um I don't believe it. That's unbelievable. Look at the time placed. Yeah, you you got issues, dude. <laughs> no,
1: it's just it's just for the calls, bro.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's all it is. All right, guys. That wraps up that. Moving on. Chargers beat the Colts 20 to 3. Justin Herbert finally makes the playoffs. What do we need to see from him? And his first playoff game
2: cut down on the picks. His, his interceptions are way too high this year for
0: no touchdowns. And a few picks over his last like three games or something like that.
2: Yeah. They're, they're, they're another strange team. They're, they're another team I put in the, uh, they're the good, bad team too. Cause I just don't totally see them beating anybody. That's way up in the standings. I mean, there are certain set of circumstances that Mm -hmm. I think there are teams that they could beat since they are in the playoffs uh, but, yeah, they just they they also are another team that just reminds me of the good, bad team, kind of like Miami. I don't really yeah. see them doing a whole lot um, as I've Brandon Staley's an awful coach. I always refer to him as stupid Staley. Stupid uh, Staley. There, there, now- there is no way last year him and Besaccia should have held hands and walked together into the playoffs. And he calls the dumbass timeout and the Raiders are like, oh, well, screw you guys. We're going to kick the field goal and win. The hell he is, dude! Last Th- if year, they would have tied, they both could have went together. Yeah, last year I
0: said this when I was talking to Mike, we we're Muggy um, P. I was saying because he was saying like what to do, this that. I forget what the topic was, and I said the Chargers should fire Brandon Staley tonight. You can't be going for it on fourth down on your own twenty and doing all those bonehead ass calls. You can't do that. Like Justin Herbert is, he's not elite yet, but he is an elite talent, and he should not just be making the playoffs. I know it's his third year, but he's got he's got to win more. Like I think he's under five hundred or five hundred as a starter. Like there's no excuse for that. That team is stacked. You have the best running back in the game. You have a you know you have Mike Williams who's a top fifteen receiver. Keenan Allen's a top fifteen or twenty. You know I know he was a little injured this year, but like for me with Herbert, you have to play well in the playoff game. Finish out the rest of the season strong. Go into the playoffs with some momentum, and you have to play well in the game. You have to, it, it's, it's a must. He can't go in there and get smoked and keep playing where he's throwing no touchdowns and two, t- two interceptions. You can't do that. When you're a talent like that, you have to be judged accordingly.
2: And the injuries have been part of the problem. Keenan Allen's always hurt. Mike Williams is always yeah. hurt. They've hardly ever been at full strength. Yeah. Uh, probably in all three years, Herbert's been there. So that doesn't really help matters either. And um, I love that you mentioned Eckler calling him the best running back in the game. Cause that dude can play.
0: Yeah. Look, he said this for a long time, and I've been watching it, and it is 100% certain. Between the tackles, outside the tackles, it doesn't matter. Austin Eckler, dude, is one of a kind. He is a fucking machine.
1: Dude, he's literally, he's amazing.
0: And you've been on that train now for probably the
1: last year. Bro, he leads the Chargers in catches with like 99.
0: It's like B. West on steroids. Literally. Yeah, that's a great comparison. That's exactly what he is.
1: Yeah. And Eckler, for if I can remember, he didn't score a touchdown until like maybe week four.
0: Yeah, because he started out terrible because they were giving the ball to. And Sony now Michelle. he leads the league in touchdowns. <laughs> Sony touchdown. Michelle, dude, we were freaking. Mike was freaking out in fantasy about the trade up because he's like, I'm watching my my running back lose snaps to Sony Michelle, and I can't think of the other guy's name. Josh Kelly.
1: Josh Kelly. He he could play though. He can't play. Yeah, can but ball. I
0: mean, but you know, he shouldn't be splitting.
1: I get it. No, I get it. But the guy leads the league in in touchdowns. It's insane. Um. Yeah, Eckler is amazing. Uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, what I need to see from him is a playoff win because I hear the word elite for being thrown down to uh you know too much for me for my liking to call somebody elite at that age. Um, I think he has all the tools to be elite. I've always said that. I I saw Herbert when he you know go toe to toe with Brady last year. Stop you.
0: His first year. Herbert's first year he comes in after that Tom Brady game he told me he goes yo Justin Herbert is the next big thing at quarterback I will never forget that text message
1: he's gonna be the best quarterback in the next two years yeah that's what I said yeah and he's, like, he's, he's on Justin the brink Herbert's he's it. on the brink because if, if if Herbert fucks around and wins the Super Bowl or goes to Super Bowl he's damn sure in that argument
0: I, I just don't see how he's not let me what so right I, now let me ask you how what is the Chargers ceiling the I'll Chargers,
1: the Chargers ceiling is a Super Bowl because that's what you pay for. You got all those free agent acquisitions to get to the Super Bowl, to get you over that top, um, along with your young quarterback. They have all the weapons. They're healthy now. I I, I think this is the chance for them to really go all the way. Will they? That's a whole other topic, but they have the ingredients to do so. They could play, you know, decent defense. Asante Samuel Jr. is a fucking ball hawk. I wanted the Eagles to get it. Khalil so Mack. Cool. You know he had not have he hasn't had a sack in the last five games besides last night so if he can get it going um they got to get boasted back that's going to be the key or is he out all year is he out if he's out all year that's a big loss for them
0: but i'm not sure
1: but overall this chargers team is loaded with talent top to bottom i still believe in them um i think it's going to take some luck and some teams to beat other teams for them to get to that uh super bowl Um, a la the bills and stuff like that i i don't see them beating the bills in in buffalo well, you what what's so funny about it there bro? See what I'm
0: saying it goes right <laughs> to the Bills. Well, because yeah, because they're not they're, beating the Bills. Because
1: they're a staple of the AFC along with the Chiefs, man. <laughs> Who else is? That's the
2: Bengals. The, that's the three.
1: The, okay, that's It's arguable. Yeah. I could you could definitely put the Bengals there. I, and I, I won't disagree with you. Thank I you. I won't, I won't disagree with you. And that they're the Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs are the top three teams in the AFC. And I
0: actually, let's not Chargers, pretend here. I think the Chargers are fourth
1: uh like the AFC. yeah i i probably would agree with you because miami kind of declined yeah. and they were they were up there for me but yeah i i would probably agree with I that i think they're maybe. the fourth uh
0: the fourth best team i actually think their ceiling is the afc championship game because i don't think that they're ready to go head-to-head with mahomes or burrow in that game i disagree
2: see yeah i see i think that i think kansas city is their match based on the three-game theory oh wow i didn't even think yeah that kansas city kansas city swept them in the regular that. season so that that's that. my path for them and i I, th- I think they they can win a round. I'm not I'm not I'm not that high on them quite yet. Yeah. Uh Herbert needs to show me a little bit more. Um wow. But uh yeah, I don't yeah, I don't I don't, I see th- their ceiling to me is uh they can make a divisional round. Dude,
0: I'm I'm I love that cuz I didn't even think of that. They did get beat twice.
2: Wow. And they outplayed him in the first
0: game. They should have won that game when Herbert got injured. They should have won that game. And
2: then it's going to come back to they got to overcome the coaching. Bonehead
0: shit. I they know. Overcome Bad coaching. plays. You got Gerald Everett, gassed as hell, calling for a timeout, and they didn't call it. And then Herbert, he doesn't come out of his break to get the pass in the corner of the end zone, and he throws an interception. I think it was a pick six.
1: Well, I think the Chargers' best path. So right now they're the sixth seed. The Ravens are the fifth seed with ten and five. The Chargers are nine and six. I think they need to leapfrog the Ravens because then whoever play, whoever win, whoever gets the fifth seed will play the Jaguars in the first round.
2: Or or if some stroke of luck, Tennessee figures out a way to win. And I don't think it's going to happen. And I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Yes, I see that path, too. I think they can certainly beat Jacksonville or Tennessee in a first-round match.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Well, I think the way it's going to be, it's going to be the Jags versus the Ravens.
2: Right now, you are absolutely correct. It would be Jags-Ravens. Right now. But there's two
1: weeks left, and I, I, the Ravens. If they lose a game, I think the Chargers leapfrog them. But I don't know how the the tiebreaker works.
0: That would be beneficial because I promise you, the Chargers want nothing to do with the Bengals in the first round. Um, they want nothing to do with that. Yeah, I I wouldn't want it. I you know what's funny about that, that situation? situation?
1: You know what's funny? Somebody can argue the Chargers want nothing to do with the Jags.
0: No, they want everything to do with them because the way the Jags beat them in that first game, that's why I say that they would relish over the opportunity to play them in the first round.
1: Maybe because I think the Jags are going to go in there with nothing to lose. They're going to play just like the chargers they are going to go for fourth down. They're going to play the same exact thing that Braden Staley does. Yeah. And that to me will give you a chance because you open up the opportunities to keep your offense on the field. And the Jaguars have been playing well. However, I think that is the best chance for the chargers because if the chargers fuck around and play the Bengals in the first, first game, they're done. I think the Bengals will beat them convincingly, and then that, that would get everybody talking that the Bengals are for real. For for,
2: and and I think you mentioned about the the Jags being similar situation, but with Peterson, it's organized chaos. Yeah. Staley's just dumb, uh, so I I can see. Obviously, you know, big balls, Doug. He's gonna I love Doug. You know, he's Peterson, gonna do a shit. And I, I want to tell you something funny about Doug. I'm the biggest Doug Peterson fan that you know, okay? Because oh, second, cool. Way to be in the, the club. Big as Doug,
0: Peterson. If, I love if Doug if Peterson you Have you read his book? No.
2: If you read that book, and when you're done, you tell me this guy's not a good coach, you've never seen football before. He's an excellent coach. Like, awesome. The book is unreal. And as a young kid, 1999, he comes to be the quarterback for the Eagles. Yeah. I remember everybody said, this guy's no good. This is Andy's guy because he knows the system. So you know what? This guy's going to be a good coach someday. There you go. And, he won, the and he, he won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. That's awesome. So Doug, Doug is forever my guy. And uh, you know, I definitely recommend reading that book. Incredible.
0: I'm not much of a reader, but I may, because I'm a really big Doug Peterson fan. But uh, if they go one if the chart last thing before we move on, if the Chargers go one and done, do they call Sean is it an all out pursuit for Sean Payton? I'm okay. saying absolutely. Unless they unless they get to the AFC championship game, they should go do whatever they can to get Sean Payton. I'm, yeah. s- I'm 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 gonna say
1: yes. And of course it's the obvious answer. Anybody who gets Sean Payton is gonna their their franchise looks pretty bright. But I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with that because I don't see the Chargers firing Brandon Staley. I, I feel like they the their players kind of respect them in a way.
0: I, I feel the same. I don't think he's like they they like look down on him or no, like that I at all. No. I'm I, just saying from from watching, I'm just like Dude, what the fuck but here's that? the thing. <laughs> Same some, here, man. Some GMs
1: like a guy who has the guts to go for it on fourth down. But it has to make sense. Dude. It has to make sense. I get that. But s- some GMs might favor that because it, you know, analytics. Who knows? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not gonna. Because here's the thing. If you fire him and you don't get Sean Payton, well, what do you got? Now you got a whole new, uh, a whole new brand new coach. Yeah. And you got a young quarterback with no camaraderie now at this point. So, to me, it wouldn't make any sense because I think Herbert and Staley can work together. They've they've, they've shown that. they proved it. Now they made the playoffs. At least they're making steps. Last yeah. year, they didn't make the playoffs. This year, they made the playoffs two weeks to spare. Yep. So, to me, that's that shows improvement. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I don't think that warrants a firing, yeah. in my opinion.
2: And even though I just shit on Staley this entire show, uh, I have to give him credit. He's looked a lot better this absolutely. year. Uh, we're not seeing as many. Because he stopped th- doing yeah, that. We're stuff. not seeing fourth down or own 20, nor are we seeing uh, quarterback sneaks on third down, Joe Judge. He coaches like it's Madden. That was my stab at Nick of the Night.
0: What did you say? I'm I sorry?
2: said uh, going for quarterback sneaks on Third Nate oh, and eight. No, Aruna. he didn't have a quarterback, bro. Yeah, he didn't have a quarterback. That's a why he did
0: that? Joe Sludge. <laughs> that's what we call him.
1: I don't have a leg like, to stand on on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, guys, one more game time before we go to facts or cat. Chargers beat the Colts twenty to three. Oh no, wait, we just did that one, didn't we? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We we
2: and so I don't think we didn't really talk about the game all that much. Yeah, <laughs> I think I that's, that's okay. why I got thrown off. But uh, my bad. <laughs> so we're
0: going to our final segment, facts or cat. Sorry. Up, oh. all right. Mike White will be the Jets quarterback to start the 2023 season. I'll go to you first.
2: I'm going to say facts. It seems like the organization really likes him. The players love him. They got the t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, some of the there are some Jets fans in this world, believe it or not, and I know one. And uh, he he likes Mike White too. And and he what he wants them to do, keep White as the starter. And he would like Brissette to come in as a mentor. That's 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 his I love his it. Jets dream.
1: I'm gonna say facts. And speaking of Jets fans, my cousin has the Jets tatted on him. So yeah, I mean, (laughs)
2: talk about regrets.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. regrets. (laughs) No regrets. Yeah, regrets. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say facts.
0: I'm gonna say facts too. And I think the team loves them. They respond to him well. It reminds me of a Carson Wentz, Nick Foles situation. They fell in love with the backup quarterback, dude. That just, just you say it. They're wearing T-shirts with them on and stuff. They play better. Um, So I'm saying facts
2: also. Raiders should move on from Derek Carr. Derek used Ooh. Carr. <laughs> this is so tough because when when I see Carr, sometimes like you see a guy that looks like he's got it all figured out. He's the first round pick the Raiders have been hoping they could rely on for years, and then you just see dumb shit. And uh, I, I think I think it's going to be I think it's facts. I think they're going to move on. I think this is finally it for Carr in Vegas. Um, he could be with the Jets for all we know next year. Interesting.
1: I'm going to say facts. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to say cat. I think their car is coming back. I think because they got Devonte Adams, their best friends. He's paid a lot of money for Devonte Adams. Give it one more year. Give it a shot. However, the Raiders do hold right now the ninth overall pick. That pick could be really massive for them moving forward. If they would decide to move up in draft and go get their future quarterback, I don't know how that's going to work well with Devontae Adams. That's that's where I'm saying he's, he's, he's coming back because of that aspect. You paid a guy $120 million because you had the Derek Carr and Devontae Adams connection, and now you're just going to get rid of the quarterback after one year. Give him some time. I think he'll be back.
0: I was going to say the same thing as you, the whole Devontae Adams thing, so I'm going to say cap. I think he returns. Baker Elite Field will be a Ram next year. That's fucking
2: good. Elite Field? I think it's maybe Mayfield. Yeah, maybe Mayfield. Uh, I'm going to say that it is a fact. He will be a Ram next year, whether starter or not. And I think there's a chance he's a starter. I think Stafford may retire.
0: It's funny. You said said that. I said the same thing, and I think that that was the reason that they grabbed him because it was cheap. I'm saying facts. Why would he go to Houston? You already saw. He dug the Cleveland Browns out of hell, and he got shit all over for it. If he goes to Houston, they're in hell, too. You already saw what he did with the Panthers. It was horrible. Stay with the Rams. Learn other McVay. And I, I'm of the belief that I i kind of think Stafford's going to retire.
2: And he there might be Super a pretty Bowl. good wide receiver that's going to come back next year from injury we'll in L.A., excellent. too. So You're
0: seeing him win with Tutu Atwell and, and Van Gerson. Yeah, and Skronic, the Walmart brand of Cooper Cup.
2: Exactly. So we're kind of on a Walmart brand. talk yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I think he's going to stay a Ram and I think it's the best thing for him and his career.
2: Oh, well, there goes all Walmart sponsor. This yeah. is the, uh, this is the bargain bin episode of PNI.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to say facts. I think he's played excellent under Sean McVay. I think he's a player's coach, um, and so for me, I'm going to say facts. I think it's the best situation for him. Houston doesn't make any sense because Houston's going to have the number one pick. They're going to go get their quarterback for their future, and I don't see another landing spot for Baker Mayfield to uh, in, in the NFL. I think a lot of player, a lot of teams already have their quarterback. Um, it would be interesting to see Baker go to the Broncos and get Russ for you know. A, a, um,
0: oh, he better than Russ.
1: And give Russ, yeah, a run for his money. Better than Russ, but yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. He'd better than Russ,
0: Do you bro. think so? One hundred percent. He's better than he's a better quarterback right now than Russell Wilson. Talk it, absolutely. Talk it. Go ahead. Russell Wilson went to a perfect situation. They said he had a better offensive line. His wide receivers: Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy um and his tight end obi that they i can't even say his name whatever happened to
2: that guy yeah they said he was
0: was coming they said that he was uh that he was going to be good javante williams melvin gordon the uh, top five defense all that was supposed to work for him if russell wilson would have went to carolina like baker mayfield he would have been the same exact thing he would have been the same problem the same exact problem right now on December twenty-seventh, two 2022, Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson.
2: Well, how about you just go with this 51-14. Yeah, it's true. They
0: just went head to head.
2: Yeah, I agree. The proof was in
0: the pudding. Yeah, yeah. and you know why? Because Baker Mayfield is hum- is more humble than Russell Wilson, and that's the problem. Russell Wilson, people sniff that corny shit out, and they don't fucking like it. He's not a real one. He's not a he's not a guy that you get behind and go and go to war with. That's not. It's not somebody you ride with to death. It's not.
1: I agree. I mean, Baker's Baker. Baker Mayfield here.
0: flew to LA and forty-eight hours later went out there without knowing the offense.
1: That's a game. Well, no, he went. He flew out there without even knowing he was going to be a
0: Ram. He bought the, the plane ticket
1: because he thought that was his best uh, opportunity. That's interesting. He's him. Interesting.
0: What's him. next? Um, Nathaniel Hackett will
2: coach next season. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever see that guy ever again. <laughs> that guy was something else. Wasn't a football coach. He was definitely something else. Uh, no way. They're in a coordinator role, but that guy will never, ever be a head coach. That was one of the – that's like – that's Urban Meyer shit. I mean, without the groping pretty yeah. much. I mean, that was just a terrible, terrible rookie season. And I, I think if if I recall – was did he have like a Cheshire grin, a uh, Cheshire cat grin when they were going for that like 60 some yard field goal week one? Like he was a genius. Oh, we're going to do this field goal at McManus. Yeah. <laughs> we're smart. He's uh, he was a joke, dude. And he lost to Seattle, who was supposed to suck. Yeah.
1: I'm going to say team. facts. I think he he lands with Green Bay again.
0: I was going to say the all oh, I was going to say I, cat unless Green Bay can bring him back and that's it.
2: Yeah. But are we just saying coach period or head coach?
0: Oh, no, definitely not head coach. Just like an offensive coordinator or a quarterback. Oh,
1: head coach. He has no fucking chance of, of being a head coach. Yeah, Russell <laughs> 0%. Wilson. Zero yeah, percent.
0: Russell Wilson destroyed that for a long time. Forever. Probably it's it's actually it's actually he's never
1: going to be a head coach again. He, does, he doesn't he does have the pedigree. He doesn't yeah. have any of the any of the accolades. Yep. nothing.
0: The only thing that will save him, I'm being dead serious here, is if next year the coach that goes in and coaches the Broncos has a similar season, then you'll be able to fully say it's Russell Wilson. It was not Nathaniel Hackett. Now look, Hackett was some shit. He had a lot of mental errors, a lot of situational errors, Fuck mismanagement. But that comes with being a new coach. Those are things you do have to learn. But next year will it'll be telling. What it was next year, you'll find out for sure is Russell Wilson washed up, which I believe he is, or was it all Nathaniel Hackett, which I I believe not to be true? Interesting. What do you have, facts or cap
1: for coach? Yeah, I say he'll be back with Green Bay. He said back with Green Bay. All
0: right, Carson Wentz should be the starter for the commanders the rest of the season. No way. Uh,
2: (laughs)
1: I <laughs> like <laughs> he, he
2: just the, the team doesn't like him nobody likes the guy um oh. i think he's uh you and know, my brother so thanks to you. what's his name my brother sean sean yeah i'm sure I he's salute you bro he's either tuning in right now or he will eventually watch this episode <laughs> I salute you um, Wentz is
1: him <laughs> whence is him get the hell out of here he,
2: he was him for <laughs> he was him for what 14 games yeah but uh no there's no way i mean and i and i think talent for talent Wentz is definitely better than Heineke, but passion. That's all you need. Mr. Passion. I mean, that guy just he gets the team going and he wins games.
1: It's yeah. It's inexplainable. I I I I agree with you. I love Mr. Passion. That's who I would roll with because you got on the hot streak with him. He got you back into the playoff hunt. Um, so I I would I would just die on that hill. He's our guy this year. Uh, this year moving forwards, two games. He's over here, you know, huffing and puffing because he deserves he thinks Wentz deserves to be the starter when Wentz hasn't done shit really uh to, to deserve that. So for me, I, I would go behind Nicky. Yeah, absolutely. It, it should me.
0: absolutely be Carson Wentz. Oh, Real fast, a little off topic. The last uh six quarterbacks for I'm sorry, the last seven quarterbacks for the Colts, Nick. Seven and eight, oh and one, eleven and five, nine and eight, four, seven and one, oh and two, oh and one. Do you know who are the only two quarterbacks that have winning records with the Colts? In the last, their last seven quarterbacks?
2: Uh, It's easy. Yeah.
0: Think about your favorite quarterback that blows, Philip Rivers.
2: (laughs) Favorite quarterback that blows. blows. He blows.
0: So 11 and five. And then Carson Wentz comes in 27 and seven, nine and eight. So wait,
1: Philip Rivers blows. He went 11 and five. Carson Wentz is. Pretty good, but yeah. he went nine and eight.
0: Yeah, can somebody make a fucking
1: sense of this? Yeah, you know Philip Rivers is on his last fucking leg. Hey, he blows. The fuck are you talking about, man? What the fuck are you talking he about? Well he blows. blows. Stop. stop, stop, your stupid narrative of with blows. This Carson Wentz.
2: Rivers blows. Here's, here's it's, something. It's facts. He should be he should be the start of the rest of the year. Here's no. here's something I, I would I would have shared that I I've never heard one person in on, on this podcast or in mainstream media bring this up about Wentz with the whole last game of the Colts. The Colts, if they would have handpicked their opponent for their last game, it would have been the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars beat the Colts, and they still got the first pick. I know. imagine <laughs> like, that. Like, that. That was... is, that is, that is pick opponent, That's awesome. when, and you didn't win.
0: When the Jags drove down the field on that opening drive, I knew it immediately. I'm like, they're going to lose that game. And he was making fun of me on that Thursday episode before that saying they better not lose that game. Like, he's not going to lose that game. After that happened, I knew it. I'm like, damn, I'm going to have to listen to this dude for, for the whole offseason. <laughs> and I did. But I had to listen to him. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz should be the starter for the Commanders moving forward. I still believe in him. I believe yeah, that he crazy. can take the Commanders to the playoffs.
2: I'd love to see him play. I, I don't know if he's ever going to be a regular starter again at this point. Like, I, don't it's know just, that,
0: I don't know that for certain either, to be honest. It's, on, it's on crazy. Well, When are they going to announce it? Probably Friday,
1: uh, yeah. I mean, is, yeah, that, but, is that due to game planning? Just so that, yeah, absolutely. You yeah, think the team knows players?
0: Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know how that you works think the coaches know. <laughs>
1: That's a damn yeah. good question. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: maybe I don't know. I don't know. Rivera, I would say, has an inkling of what it would Probably, be. It yeah. should be. I, I think it should be Wentz, but who knows? I, mean, I he think didn't... he keeps
2: a silver dollar in his left pocket. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he finished out the game last week. You know, Heineke got benched because they were getting trashed. But all right, guys, our last one before we end the show. Josh Allen is overrated. (laughs) This is
1: stupid. This is cat, Mike.
0: Total
2: cat. No, it's absolute facts.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. So what? So how? Yeah. So how
2: how are we going to put it in terms of the definition of him being overrated?
0: That Josh Allen is far and away a top two quarterback and arguably the best quarterback in the league.
2: Well, I, I definitely think he's a top-two quarterback. I think it's definitely him and Mahomes uh, wow. based on that's you know problem. skill for skill. And th- does he get a little reckless with throws at times? Sure. But I think there's a million things that he can do that other quarterbacks can't do. Like, that is power running from that dude. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's going to take years off his career. It definitely but will. But I think... Nah, I'm a big Josh Allen fan. So exactly. uh, he's it, him and Mahomes are definitely the the two best. Um, yeah, the, he's just the intangibles are there, but the stupid mistakes do need to get cut out because if they do continue, the bad throws, especially in the worst situations, then he's all yours. He's overrated. So my but thing I, is, I think is, he's got it.
0: My thing is, he last game he was 15 of 26 for 172 yards with two touchdowns and two interceptions. That's not elite. He's played one elite game in the last eight weeks, and that was against Miami last Saturday. So I just don't understand it. Like Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN voted him the MVP of the league.
2: Oh, no, no shot. He's MVP of the league this year. I agree with that. That is
0: my point of him being overrated and all narrative driven. Like there, I feel like the objectivity Mm -hmm. towards Josh Allen is so minimal and it doesn't make any sense. The second best quarterback in the league should be Joe Burrow. He's been to a Super Bowl. He operates in the clutch. He did it with a bad offensive line. Like, I just, I don't understand it. Like, when you say the two best quarterbacks in the league, all of America, with the exception of myself, would say Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. And I just don't understand why Joe Burrow is not there. Joe Burrow's accomplished more than him. Like, here's my thing. Let me ask you, I'll ask Nick first. If Josh Allen gets bounced out before the AFC championship game, what what do you say? The far and away favorite of the most unbeatable team ever and the most elite quarterback ever gets bounced in the second round. What do you say to that? Will um, you at least start to listen that you need to be more – not you in general, but do you, will you at least listen that maybe we need to chill out a little bit of crowning him the best quarterback in the league?
1: I don't – I mean, the thing with him is I feel like his mistakes get bypassed because, like Ryan said, he does a million things well that no other quarterback could do. For him to roll out of the pocket he can he can go 60 yards and score a touchdown or he can run your ass over or he can leapfrog it like that is just not like playing quarterback though i know but that's a skill set where if that did go away he could still be a pocket passer i, I because the arm strength is there he 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 he, he is that guy man i Of course, you know, some teams are gonna have bad games. It happens. It it really does. And he's had a he's had his fair share. And that's fair for you to criticize him. And I'm not gonna disagree with you. But to look when I watch him, that is one player that stands out on the TV where I'm like, yo, that guy is fucking for real. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it's just you could see the talent. Like I I just I understand what you're saying. I don't deny that.
0: I don't deny that by the way. Like I know Josh Allen's a great player. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah,
1: I mean, but like, you know, 4,000 yards, he's six in the league, 32 touchdowns, he's third in the league, and he's 13 interceptions. Like, you know, like Ryan said, if he can cut that down, we're having a different conversation. We are, but
0: he hasn't cut it down in five years.
1: Yeah, but again, I, I think all of this smoke against and against Josh Allen is because due to his lack of playoff success. Is that fair
0: for a 26-year-old quarterback, though? Well, I mean... Pretty young. Yeah, I agree, but... My thing again with Josh Allen—he, you just said he has a lack of playoff success. He's never won an MVP. Okay. So why is he automatically the best quarterback in the game?
1: Uh, like it is,
0: it is, it makes no sense because that people say he's better than Patrick Mahomes. It's not. It's literally not an argument. There's I, no, no argument to be made.
1: I don't think he's better than Patrick Mahomes. I think he can, he can be. I think he can. I think he has a chance to pass him if he can have a playoff run and go to the, win the Super Bowl this year. He has a chance to pass him skill set and accolades that would be the the thing for me for him he's missing that super bowl
0: but he has the but nick but my question is is he has the same skill set as lamar jackson except the stronger arm they're the same player
1: he's a better passer i just said that yeah well that's what that, that's that's why the argument is there he could do the same thing as lamar jackson only on his feet well i think lamar would be a better runner i will probably give lamar the i think you no the benefit
0: he runs like a running back dude
1: well i'm gonna say speed wise speed wise okay. give it to lamar but athleticism you could probably put them in the same category maybe
0: athletic as shit
1: i don't want to be disrespectful to lamar he's he's athletic as fuck but what i'm saying is the the passing ability is what leapfrogs him into that elite territory because he could do both Mm -hmm. that's hard and rare to to you know to see and he could do it on a consistent basis the problem is he does make a lot of mistakes but you know, I I just hope it doesn't. I, I hope it doesn't beat him in the, in the playoffs. I hope he doesn't make that play where it beats him because the Bills team they they have a really good team and Josh Allen is a really good fucking quarterback. So I am rooting for him and he's he, he seems to be a really nice guy. Seems to be a likable personality. Absolutely. So I, I root for 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 players like that. Um. So I I, I just I I don't understand the overrated argument. Um. But he I can played, see
0: he's played fifteen games. 33% five games. He's thrown two interceptions red zone ones. He lost a game against the Vikings red zone interception to Patrick Peterson. Like my thing the is the fumble is like,
2: in the end zone. Yeah. They're trying to kill the, the clock. Like,
0: that stuff never gets held against him. If that was, if that was any, like if that was Joe Barrow or even Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like those guys get held accountable. I have the same beef a little bit with Patrick Mahomes because he gets skated by, but he won a Super Bowl. He's been to four AFC Championship games or five AFC championships.
2: He, know, he knows nothing Patrick, short of the AFC Championship. Patrick Mahomes has that never. That is
0: crazy. I know. Patrick Mahomes has never played. He's been in the league five years. He's never played a road playoff game.
2: And I, Holy I, shit, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I, think yeah, about that. And you have people that think Josh Allen is better than him. Well, here's that, why. Mike. That's not right. <laughs> there's no way, I, I there's no way Allen's better, but he's definitely I don't think top the two. argument
1: is he's better. I think he's in the same tier. That's the argument. No way. I think I, I would I would agree with that. I don't understand how. And I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Last year in the playoffs, we gave we got one of the best playoff games we've seen. Yes. Chiefs and Bills. That is going to cloud a lot of the judgment from a lot of people's perspectives because they're always going to remember that game where Josh Allen threw for four touchdowns, four of them went to Gabriel Davis. They should have won that game as their defense gave up a fucking uh, field goal with like literally 12 seconds left. Come on, the game's in the bag. If Allen wins that, we're having a different conversation. But it wasn't that Allen lost the game. It was just the defense gave up the fucking, the, the points that played a Tyree Hill. That. And yeah. that's where I hate the, the Josh Allen hate because that's really not his fault. Yeah. No, the guy no, had no. four touchdowns, 300 and something yards and, and went to Kansas city and went toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes in his
0: house, which he, in, in reality, he probably should have won that game. Uh, no, Here's the thing. And I agree with you on that, but Nick on the flip side, my guy, Joe Burrow, Went toe to toe with Kansas with Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and beat them to go to the Super Bowl. But I th- And came back from I think it was 20 to 3. Like that's serious shit. And now they're they are they are going on a run. They're twelve, 11, and four. They're, they're gonna be a force. Like I just I think when you mention best quarterbacks in the game, it needs to be Patrick Mahomes. And then as of right now, it's Joe Burrow.
1: I mean, look, that's your opinion. And I respect it. And that's fine. You have a leg to stand on because Burrow's success in the postseason. And that's fine. But I'm going back to that game because that is not Josh Allen's fault, bro. He had 330 passing yards and four touchdowns. He was excellent. He was fucking awesome. So, like, that's a game that, like, why would he lose that game? That's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's almost like an indictment on him to lose that game, which is not fair. And that's where my beef is because if Josh Allen beats Patrick Mahomes, we're having a different conversation because I can always say, well, you know, Josh Allen beat him in Kansas City, and that would be the leg that I stand on because that's that that, that would be the fact. So, but what is your leg you
0: stand on right now?
1: My is the, the overall talent and the ceiling. The ceiling is there. The ceiling is what you saw in that playoff game: four touchdowns, 330 yards in your house. Well, he's got five years in the years, cold weather. He's got
0: another five years to do it before his body breaks down.
1: Maybe, but I think he has enough to be a pocket passer. 330 yards and four touchdowns. You're not doing that as a running quarterback consistently. You have some. You have some magic in you where you could you could be a pocket passer. You do. You have some skill set that you could do that on a consistent basis. So that's what I expect from him. From him, honestly, I really do. I expect them to to be. Representing the AFC in the Super Bowl—that's my expectations of the Buffalo Bills All right, and because of Josh Allen. We're going to have to see, and that's okay if he doesn't. He doesn't, but that is the expectation that they, that is being set with Josh Allen. Yep, right. Yeah. And,
2: and I got one Josh Allen nugget. It's I'm going to throw it to you, Paul, yeah. since you're, you're you're the you don't really care for him as much as the rest of us. I'm the
0: Josh Allen truth teller.
2: <laughs> Jesus, so Christ. he was so. And I've heard you mention this before, yeah. until he got digs, he was middling. Yeah. Well. When he went 10-6 and six and went in the playoffs before Diggs, yeah. John Brown had a 1,000 yards. Now, you know
0: what's funny? I had him in John fantasy that Brown. No, one of us had him in fantasy. He had him in fantasy this year, and we were laughing about it. He's so, my flex. <laughs> yeah. I, here's the thing. Me and Nick have um, – we were talking about this, and I was saying – I was referencing that like when they really popped. So, like, Tua popped this year with Tyreek Hill. Josh Allen popped in that year with digs. Now look, that is impressive that John Brown had a thousand yards. He
2: did do it once in Arizona too, but that's still it's, it's John, John Brown. Brown.
0: People don't even remember that name. I only know him because we were laughing about it because he had him <laughs> in his flex. So look this and, year? And- No,
1: I had him a couple couple of years ago. That that year. Yeah, that year. And we
0: were laughing because we were laughing. Like, because I'm looking, I'm like, bro, how are you starting John Brown with confidence? And he's like 12 points a week or whatever it was. Yeah, bro, 10 points a week. I'm solid right there, bro. But um, (laughs) that's funny you said that. But no, look, again, it's not Josh Allen has all the talent in the world. He still is too mistake prone for me. And I just don't like that he's automatically number two when I feel like he hasn't had postseason success yet. And people hold it against Herbert. For not having, for not making the playoffs. Now that's a little bit different. But you know, if if he doesn't win a playoff game this year, you may have people say that you know, oh well, he needs that playoff success. And it's like, well, you know, I mean, that's
1: well. Let me ask you a question: mm-hmm. If if Josh Allen goes to the Super Bowl and loses, would, do you still have Burrow ahead of, of uh, Allen? Well, yes. Why?
0: Because I think Burrow's a better decision-maker. I think he's better from the pocket. And I, tr- I trust Burrow's instincts more. His, I th- the shit that you can't teach. I think he has a better feel for the game from the pocket. I, I, I believe mean, if you took Josh Allen's legs away, that if he was strictly a pocket... Now, look. But I, you can't. I know.
1: And I'm saying, that's what makes that, him that, unique. That would be like, saying you take Hertz's yeah, legs away. That's what away. makes
0: him unique, though. I understand that. I understand that. Hold on. I, I understand that. But I'm just saying, simply from playing quarterback and what I think will last longer in the league and who's better at the position. I think it's Joe burrow,
1: but you're talking as a GM, who do you want in your future? Because you don't want your quarterback taking all those hits. I'm talking about, I'm talking about talent and I'm talking about short-term success. Yes. I I would definitely take Josh Allen because of his running ability. If you said he only has five years left, I'll take that five year window with Josh Allen over a five year with, with, with burrow.
0: So Herbert's been in the league for three years. Yeah. His first year he was injured. His second year, he made the Super Bowl. This year, I believe they're gonna make the Super Bowl again. You're talking about Burrow. Burrow, excuse okay. me. Josh Allen's been in the league of five years and has never accomplished that. So what like what is it? Burrow already did it in his first year starting. Again, bro,
1: like you're 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 talking about the playoff success. Like they're still young quarterbacks. All right, it's two years. I get it. I don't have a leg to stand on with the argument of postseason success, but I do have a leg to stand on with the game against Kansas City. Like that was, we would have a different conversation if the fucking defense could stop them on. You know what conversation? And would be stupid.
0: You know what conversation? That's stupid, bro. You know what conversation we'd be having? The conversation that I'm talking about because Joe Burrow did it. Joe Burrow beat him.
1: I I, okay, he beat them, but like. What do you want him to do? He scored the game-winning touchdown, and then all of a sudden his defense couldn't stop the field goal. That's not his fault. I, that's not fault. And, and, and he also he didn't get clutch. a chance
2: to have the ball in overtime, which is now changed. Exactly. That's your and rule. That's,
1: you like that rule? I do. I, like, a, I feel like that rule because you gotta play defense. You should play yeah, fucking defense. I understand that. <laughs> if you're a if you are a championship Super Bowl team, I love you. Gotta play defense. You gotta play defense. If you are a Super Bowl I, team, I this is what this is and this is why I I believe in that rule and it should stay the same. If you are a Super Bowl team your defense is making a stop period in the store that's a
2: super bowl team what was what was the dumb thing that i sent you about that we're talking about the golf or something it's like could you imagine having like a a long drive contest and only one golfer gets to hit the ball
0: yeah it's stupid it's like. it doesn't make any sense both teams should have the ball uh, at that, that point josh allen would have had a chance to prove it he would have threw a pick six but he would have had to. he would have threw a pick yeah. six but what <laughs>
1: leg do you have to stand on the guy had four touchdowns and 330 this yards. Over here. Yeah. what did you want him to do bro 330 yards and four touchdowns and he played great you tell me what he should have done to win the game you tell me
0: I, I never, I never took anything away from him. And that's now. what I'm saying. Like, like, but I, I, I get it. I got the postseason success. Your guy didn't win. My guy beat him. I, I, I know, but he should do five touchdowns.
1: all circumstance. Okay. Come on, bro. He scored 36, bro. On score, the road. Gotta score 40. That's stupid, bro. That's stupid. That's a, that's a, that's a dumb argument, bro. Like, no, when you bro. watch. If you watch Joe Burrow, you watch Joe, uh, Josh Allen on two separate screens. I'm more watching Josh Allen than Joe Burrow. Exactly. And you're Why? losing. Why? And you're losing no because Josh
0: Allen's a runner and it's all about flash.
1: I'm getting the total package. I'm getting my quarterback on third and eight can get a fucking eight yard run. And you know what he can't that's, get? That's moving the change. And you know what he can't get? A Super Bowl appearance. And that's fine, but it's he's so young. He's five. But you played a
0: game to win Super Bowls. You I, told me absolutely that.
1: absolutely. You do, and they
0: have a chance to win the Super Bowl. They do. I, I, so I what mean, are you about? I don't about? know that. I don't know if they do. I haven't seen them get there yet. My God, I've seen get there. First you
1: just say they do, and now you're saying, no, oh, I, I don't know. I misspoke. I misspoke. I misspoke.
2: I
0: understand, bro. Body you i get it nobody's body
2: anybody bro <laughs>
1: you need to you need to real like no. What, what's so funny? I don't understand what's so crazy about this, bro. We're
2: filling people up. We're bodying. the like, what's going yeah, on like, here? What
1: are you bodying me about, bro? Like <laughs> I just told to you, end. I asked you everything that you need <laughs> to know. know, what, know. He, what should have he done to win that Chiefs game? And you couldn't give me an answer. I said, so score what the more.
0: fuck are you talking about? Score more. Come on,
1: bro. I just I gave you the stat. There's 12 seconds left to go. Do I, I never took
0: anything away from Josh Allen from that game. He played great. All I'm saying is he had another four years to do it. Joe Burrow's one healthy season, and he did it. Okay, so therefore, Joe Burrow should be in the conversation of the best quarterback in the game before Josh. Allen. And I didn't disagree with that, but you're 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 talking
1: like Joe Burrow is way better than Josh Allen. No, I think he's better. I don't think
0: he's way better, but Josh—he's Josh Allen's way more mistake prone, and you can't even argue. I've—I've—I've explained that. But everybody, when they talk about Josh Allen, their only argument is, "Oh, he runs." Okay. Well, everybody gets mad at Lamar Jackson because he runs. No,
1: I say he's a total package. He could throw for fucking 330 yards in the cold and four touchdowns. Who's Lamar Jackson hasn't done that.
0: Who's more accurate? There's a difference. Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? What? Who's more accurate? between him joe burrow and josh allen
1: uh i mean you could probably say joe burrow but i think josh Allen is a strong and that's mind. okay yeah that, that's fine yeah. they each have attributes in of, of each other's game that they would like to have yeah. i'm not going to say that you know i'm sure josh allen would like to be just as accurate as joe burrow i'm sure joe burrow would like to have josh allen's legs balls. yeah you know what i mean Like, yeah. I, i'm just saying like that <laughs> those are parts of the game that i'm sure that each each quarterback would like to implement because they think that they're better that's yeah. okay i don't think he's a better quarterback but that's fine I'm just saying. It's just. It's just. I love
0: you so much. I love you too, bro. All right, God, all right, guys. <laughs> that concludes a crazy episode 131 with me and Nick Sparring, per usual. Uh, we'd like to thank everybody that tuned in tonight, especially our man Ryan, special yeah, guest. We're in our appreciate you, album. brother. Appreciate, appreciate you coming on, on man.
2: I'm gonna, gonna pass so it off. Fun. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: I'm gonna pass it off to Nick Allen, and we'll see you guys on Thursday.
1: That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> First and foremost, I like to thank Ryan for coming up here. We appreciate it, man. You're welcome back anytime. It was a great episode. We had a lot of fun. Um, it was great kicking with you, man.
2: Thanks, man. Appreciate it. It was a uh, nice uh, finally getting to meet Pauls. Yeah. Uh, no, we we linked up down in uh, AC for the national, but uh, yeah. yeah, man, it was glad to be here. Uh, you know, I always tune in every week, and it was, uh, it was fun being part of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, like you met Pauls, but you didn't meet Pauls you just met goatee isn't not, he don't have the goatee <laughs> so that pops you know what i mean he has to have the goatee anyway that concludes this episode of 131 it was a great episode fellas i love you guys it was kind of a lot of fun thank you guys for hanging out with us we appreciate all the love support and the comments if you guys haven't done so already please don't forget to like subscribe and hit the notification bell on youtube we are also available on spotify apple podcast google podcast iheart megaphone stitcher and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys this Thursday at P&I, baby.